Hello, wrestling fans. My name is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. I'm here to quickly introduce to you a live review of sorts of WWE of Global Warfare, the Coliseum Video Classic from 1993. We did this a couple of years ago. It was actually an old Patreon reward, but we only did it in video form. And now, for the first time ever, this live review is being presented to you in remastered audio form here in the year 2020. One note about this real quick. The live reviews are a casual kind of a laid back viewing. So if this sounds less professional than either what you've come to expect from OVP or your average podcast, please forgive us. This is more of a casual feel meant to be enjoyed, kind of like background noise, much like Global Warfare 1993 itself. If you've never heard of OVP before, perhaps you're stumbling upon this. Check the next show down in our feed. It's our standard regular weekly podcast. We do one every single Monday where we talk about kind of the best and worst, the good and the bad of retro wrestling. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. But anyway, hope you like this. And here it comes. Hello, wrestling fans. I am Joe Murata, and that is Michael Quinn. Uh, howdy doody. Howdy doody. Now, we are from our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. So if you happen to be stumbling upon this on YouTube, I've got a proposition for you. Mm-hmm. Stick with us for this live review of WWF Global Warfare from 1993, a Coliseum videotape. It's, it's very global. It's very global. And a lot of war. A lot yeah. of warfare going on now, here. Now, this is from our private, actual Coliseum home video collection. Yes, this is actually, even though this was recently added to the WWE Network, this is going to be presented in all its VHS glory. Yeah. And if you are stumbling upon this, just happenstance, you know, on the YouTube. I've heard people use YouTube. I've heard so, too. I've heard of that. I want you to check us out on Twitter at OVP Podcast or go to OVPpodcast.com. We have a weekly, every single Monday, retro wrestling podcast where we get into the good, the bad, and the horrible of the world of retro wrestling. So I encourage you to check it out. It's an audio podcast. It's about an hour and 40 or so mm-hmm. each week, every Monday. But we do have some exclusive live video content. And this is actually a Patreon reward. We promise that once we hit 30 patrons, we would do a review of a Coliseum video. We put up a poll. That poll happened to win uh, Global Warfare 1. So we're here to do that. We want to thank everyone that donated. But even if you didn't, this is for everybody. This is our give back to you guys. This is WWE of Global Warfare. It was released in August of 1993. On videotape. On, vi- <laughs> on videotape. Does anybody remember that? Remember video? Yeah. So Not beta. No, not beta. VHS. We're going to be presenting it in all of its glory. Quinn, I don't know if the video scope is up yet, is it? Well, I will um, say lights, camera, action. action. And there you have it. So <laughs> this is uh, this is <laughs> action and indeed. That's why I did that. Yeah. I see how clever I am. Very good, uh, Quinn. New people. <laughs> so without further ado. Now, uh, I just want to warn everyone. Uh, I got some popcorn for the occasion. He does have popcorn. So I might be, uh, you know, popcorning. You can corn it up. Yep. Would you say that makes you a little corny? Uh, It's a little. Yeah. Our humor's generally better than that. So, away we go. Remember, this is VHS, so this is the whole rip. Yeah. I actually uh, did it myself. You did? Oh, this tape is good. Yeah, this tape's in good shape, I believe. Yep. Usually I found the stuff that was nearer to 93, 94 was in better shape. Unless it was Good Times video, because that's some real dump. (laughs) This is a direct rip, actually, of the VHS tape. It wasn't a copy or anything, so 
Mm-hmm. So basically, Global Warfare, folks, was the sequel to the World Tour series. Oh God, what is this? What is this ad? SummerSlam, maybe? Yeah, probably. WWF had done World Tour 90, 91, and 92. Mm-hmm. And instead, in 93, they called it Global Warfare. But it's basically World Tour. Yep, SummerSlam, you were right. There wasn't a World Tour 93. There was not. This is what they did instead. So this guy is basically watching this promo, and he's like, Really? Let's hype the fat guy fighting Lex Luger. (laughs) What? Oh, God. I hate when that happens. Yep, that's it. Always happens. It's really unfortunate. SummerSlam '93 coming soon to home video. It's a good SummerSlam. I like it. He's not there. No, not at all. Brainstorming city, man. Weird ad. Distributed by Coliseum Video. Now is my crunching bothering you? No. Okay, good. You're doing fine. Now you know who hosts this, Quinn. Because if you don't, you're gonna find out. Um. Is it Mooney? No. It's very embarrassing. Sam Lane? Nope. Is it Gorilla in the, like, shitty studio? Nope. It's very unexpected. There's no way you're going to guess this unless you remembered it. I mean, I remember some stuff only because I was, like, you know, actually transferring them. Right. I transferred, like, a lot. Oh, this one. The Jimmy Hart one. Yep. Yeah, I remember transferring this, Joe, and being like, what the fuck, like, is this? <laughs> you know what? I am so excited because this videotape on Coliseum Video is called Global Warfare. Now, this is rare because this came out in August. Jimmy Hart, this is like must be his last actual appearance. The fact that they paid him for this appearance. If I recall, he goes into a couple locations on this one. Does he? Yeah, maybe. Because we got some great matches, but I'm going to be talking to you about music. How I write a lot of the music that some of the wrestlers Fucking Hulk being your shirt. It's August. He's not even there anymore. (laughs) Yeah, he left in August. Now, what's funny is that they're peeling back the curtain and he mentions how he wrote themes for people. Now, that's not really exposing much, though. It's not, but it's rare. They just never really said who wrote what. Right. And spoiler Jimmy Hart wrote a lot of the good ones. Did he write Demolition? Or is that Behringer or whatever his name is? No, he wrote it. And then, of course, you've got Sean. It crushes me. He wrote Michael. Crush. He's a good wrestler and he's cool. He's cocky and he wrote Bret Hart's. He wrote a lot of the memorable ones, and that's why I say Jimmy Hart wrote. Yes, that's why I say Jim Johnson's overrated. A lot of the good ones are Jimmy Hart. Back in 1960, yeah, he was in a band called the Gentries. Did you know that? No. But I mean, I figured he was a musician or a manager or something. He was a singer. Coliseum video, baby. Oh, baby. He's not a bad musician. No, he's not. Yeah. All right. What was that rank? I don't know. Very dainty. So we're here in Sheffield, England. This must be April of 1993 for the UK Rampage Tour. Oh, Sky Sports. Sky eh? Sports. We've got Tony Chimmel ring announcing an early appearance for him. 93 is early. Mm-hmm. Commentary for every match, I believe, is Jim Ross, Bobby Heenan, and Randy Savage. Oh, I love that attire. Now, Shawn Michaels, if you're new to this, is my favorite wrestler. Yes, it is. Bret Hart is mine. Yeah. Okay, we get him later. So, Shawn in his all gold attire. This is shortly after WrestleMania 9. He looks awesome. Looks pretty good. Crowd's hot for him. He's starting to not be chunky anymore. Correct. 
Now, there's that typical hot England crowd, which was a staple of all these UK shows. Really hot crowds. You know, that's what makes a lot of these tapes better, is because the crowds are just insane. When the, yeah, like, we don't get this all the time. It's like once a year. Yep. Still got Sherry singing the song. Yeah, that's yep. weird. Yeah, in April of 93. I wonder when he switched it. Did they say it was April? I know that it is. You got West in front of you or something? I don't, but I, I know that it is. Just trust me. Travesty of justice. Travesty of justice. That's what they say. It's a phrase, right? No. Now, this is for the belt, eh? This is for the strap. Look at this. Look at that entrance. It's like MSG in England. <laughs> I like this. We haven't watched a Coliseum tape together in God knows how long, and yeah. we've never done it on video. We've never done it on a video. This is a special treat for you, uh, for you fans out there. Mm-hmm. It's no. like these matches don't matter, but they do at the yeah. same time. Right. I mean, the only time I remember a title change in Hanson Coliseum video was when Brett won the world title. That's correct. Smack him, whack him. Which is recent if, from this in this era, yeah. yeah. So. You're not a Crush fan, Quinn. We can be honest about that. He sucks. But would you agree this is his best period? No, you like heel Kona Crush. You like heel Crush. That's the only time he was somewhat Ugh. threatening. Like, think about it, Joe. It's the only time he actually does anything of work. I like this version better than that. He stinks. He doesn't stink that bad. Does he get anything done? You ever win the title? Yeah. At least heel Crush had one objective, and that was to beat up Randy Savage. <laughs> And he kind of did it with that, with that turning on him thing. Yeah, it's true. Now, Danny Davis is the referee here, for the record. Mm-hmm. It's England, so the air horns are allowed. Now, a little behind the scenes, we were recording another thing before from 1982. Yes. And Danny Davis' hair really sucked there. Oh, he had a perm in 1982. Now, I warn you, in some of these tapes, I just left them running, so occasionally you might get a little tracking a little or blip. something. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I like Shawn Michaels' <laughs> hi-fi. Mm-hmm. I like Shawn Michaels' attire. You do? Yeah, you don't like this these tights? Oh, pretty classic. For 93 especially, it's stereotypical. Uh, Again, this tracking. It will. It must. Hi-fi. It's in hi-fi. Okay. There we go. Now, these tapes, believe it or not, uh, they just sat around in a box for years. long-ass time. That's right. And so quality is somewhat questionable on certain ones. Oh, I have questions. <laughs> but really, I don't know what your problem is with this version of Crush. I think he's the best Crush ever was. Nah. Come on. You got Demolition Crush. Oh, he's just like a crony there. Heel Crush. Uh, prison Crush. DOA crush, chronic I would crush. say even prison crush might be better. No way. Come on, Quinn. Then this? He was very over as a face in 93. Very over. That doesn't make him good. He could never beat Shawn Michaels. To be fair, Shawn Michaels in 93 isn't that good either. Fair. He hadn't uh, peaked. But he had not. But He peaked in a box of Twinkies. The thing is, they never felt comfortable to put the belt on crush. And that's the bottom line. Okay, Stone Cold. Well, to be fair, I mean, who knows who he was supposed to lose it to because he only didn't have it and Razor won it because he didn't do steroids or something. What is the deal with that? Because everyone seems to think it was, like, political or something. I really don't know. Michaels denies doing steroids to this day. Everyone else says he failed a drug test. Now, Michaels, we know, 
Very did a lot of drugs, yes. Right, did a lot of drugs, but it's very uncharacteristic for him to hold on to something like that. Well, in this day and age, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm wondering, like, why... What the fuck happened? Because it was weird that, like, after he's admitted all this stuff, that this is, like, one of the one rare things he'll be like, I didn't do any drugs. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he actually didn't. Yeah. He didn't job, though, either. He didn't do any jobs. Razor was in... I bet they were just going to transition from Michaels to Razor anyway. Don't you think? Maybe Razor seemed like their their next IC champion regardless. You wonder if maybe it was a company excuse so that they could, like... They wanted to move Sean up and, and put Razor at the top of the mid-card. And maybe they just, like, invented that reason. Told him to go away for a couple months. I don't think so, Quinn. I really don't know. We, we, we might never know. But in the meantime, we've got a match going on here. So far, so good. I'm not... Mm-hmm. It's not bad. See, I think Crush is at his best when he's playing the face. Heel Crush is really bad because he's a terrible wrestler anyway. I think, I think his body type, though, makes him a heel. Like, I don't, I don't, wanna, about I don't that. want to root for... Th- Look at this. I don't want to root for this guy. Yeah, but Michaels is a sneaky little fucker, so I don't want to root for him either. But he's smaller, so just it's like it's just natural to feel like this is unfair. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know about that, though. Michaels is not likable in 93. I understand that. You know what I mean? He's really not. He's Honky Tonk Man 2.0 at this point, in this run. He I would is. say he's more macho man. No way. Don't you ever disgrace the macho man. No. He had a girl and everything. He had Sherry. Not by this point. I know, but it's the same gimmick. Just no Sherry. I think he's more of the hunky vein. Remember he was known for taking the cheap count out when Dugan had that uh, handicap or that lumberjack match with him on Raw in May. I would say the Macho Man wasn't afraid to duck, duck an opponent. He was. No, earlier Macho Man wasn't either. But I, I don't have a problem with this crush the way you do. Hmm. I don't know. I, you got to think of this, Quinn. When you're a heel, you're on offense more. Yeah. Like by default, right? Because usually the heel takes over for a good stretch of the match. Right. Crush is a terrible wrestler. I think it's because the heels that existed at this time were smaller. And I think it's stupid to make me sympathize with Crush. Not all of them were smaller. Bam Bam Bigelow. Yakazuma. Yeah, but those guys are in the world title. The Giant Gonzalez. Undertaker's a big face. He's a big guy that was a face. He's also Undertaker. We'll just be honest. You don't like Crush. Let's just call it what it is. Okay. Is it the neon? I'll settle for calling a spade a spade. Is it the neon? If we can stop talking about Crush. Is it the neon? <laughs> yeah, it's part of it. Well, what do you want to talk about here? How about Coliseum video in general? That's the, the, um... Yeah. What about it? We got Jim Ross and the Macho Man commentary about how... And Bobby. Yeah, and how it sucks that Macho Man's on commentary and not wrestling. But he probably wrestles on this tape, right? No, I don't think so. Really? I don't have the... I don't have the lineup memorized, but no, I don't think so. Well, here's that's a- rare. Even when he was on commentary, he was always on Coliseum video. They throw in a match. He did match. in a lot of those ninety three, ninety four tapes. You'd get like him versus Rick Martel or somebody like that. Right. Him versus Yokozuna. Yeah, you're right. Well, the thing you know that I like about this commentary team, mm-hmm. a lot of people have, I've seen you know call it like a car crash. These guys did WrestleMania nine. They did King of the Ring. I yeah. think they have really good chemistry for a three man team. 
No, Je- they're not bad. They're really not it's bad. It's not that. It's about the fact that Macho Man can wrestle and he's not. It's a waste. It is really the story of 1993 and 94. It's true. Macho Man left because he wanted to wrestle. I mean, we came to that conclusion. I don't blame him. His brother pretty much says it, you know, but Lanny says anything that makes Savage look good. But I think Lanny's correct, though. I think he is, case. too. Savage wanted to wrestle. They didn't want him to. So, hey, fuck it. Which is sad because just a year earlier, he had a great match with Shawn Michaels. And a year later, he would have a horrible match with Crush. And there, there you have it. <laughs> and that, that sums up everything. Pretty much. Now, this match is okay. It's whatever. It, it, yeah. I think it's seriously hindered by Crush. Oh, no doubt. I mean, Michaels was good in 93. Don't get me wrong, but he's not. Michaels wasn't at the point where he could, like, he could have a good match with, like, a fucking, like, nothing. Right. Like a a stone or something. But he could have great stuff, like, around the spirit of time with a Bret Hart, a Razor Ramon, Marty Jannetty, Mr. Right. He could have with Mr. Perfect if they didn't, like, fuck up at SummerSlam. What was that? I don't know. Were they, like, trying too hard at SummerSlam? Did one or the other take drugs that night? Because Maybe. both of them were users. So. Yeah, that's true. You know what it might be? They're both similar as wrestlers. Maybe they're just incompatible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even Sean and Brett weren't that compatible. Yeah. They made it work. I never thought it was, like, the best. Me neither. You'd think it would be, right? But, like, Sean and Brett weren't that great together. It was together. more because the personalities were different. Yeah. But, like, Sean and Perfect are very similar wrestlers. They sell the same way. Mm-hmm. They play from underneath better than being on offense. The problem is the personalities are the same. Ooh. Yeah. That was supposed to be a block. Michael was holding his good back on purpose. Because it looked bad for a he was second. trying to like make Crush look good and he fucked up. <laughs> I think, you know what? I think if Michaels was in the ring, who's a better face opponent for him during this time, do you think? Mm. I mean, Razor wasn't. Razor Ramon would have been. Ideal. Yeah, he would have been. One, two, three, kid. Is Crush better or worse in this spot than Tatanka at WrestleMania 9? I'd say Tatanka's better. I'd say, actually, Crush is better. I think Tatanka's worse than Crush. See, I think Tatanka has more um, uh, red hair. Yeah, you're right. I think Crush is better. But Crush is just coming off his hot doink feud. Oh, here we go with this. Honky Tonk, man. Is that white or blue? White belt, huh? This seemed to be the MO of, like, Shawn Michaels. The first reign. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they, like, they made that decision. Like, this is what it's going to be. Well, because the world champion. went with it. The world champion was the opposite at the time, right? It was Yokozuna. And he was going to definitively beat you. So you knew what you were getting. The world champion is a big fat guy that's going to kick your ass. So you got to have a contrast. You think it was a conscious decision to do that? Yeah. To make the Intercontinental Champion look like a like a duck and high chicken yeah. shit kind of guy and the world champion this upstanding excellence of execution. Yeah, I do, because it worked in the eighties. Yeah. Savage was a chicken shit, Honky was a chicken shit. It worked. Okay. Good observation. Why is Bobby trying to say that we have a new Intercontinental Champion? Clearly the bell rang when Michaels left. This move right here is one of the reasons I hate Crush. That I will give you. Now he didn't do that as a heel. Yeah, it, it just, it's dumb. Like, I it really is yeah. dumb. And then he always had bad finishers, the heart punch. <laughs> like, he, did he even have... What the hell is that? No, you're not the champion. I like how they pretend... Every, like, three months, they pretend that everyone forgets how wrestling works. Yeah, why would a professional wrestler who wrestles every single day, allegedly... Yeah. Like, 
forget like how titles. It's are. like an accountant forgetting wh- what the dollar sign is. Yeah. You know, like you know the rules, dumbass. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Crush sucks. He does suck. I'm sorry for defending him. Mm-hmm. And that finisher. You're right. That is a really bad finisher. There's no impact, Quinn. Also, like if you think about it. Like, how are you supposed to submit if the guy's, like, fingers are over your mouth and stuff? Like, because he's, like, crushing your head. I don't even want to think that hard about this. Yeah. Just saying. Now, the commentary team, if you ever watch this tape, it's, there's a lot of funny stuff, but we're, we're your commentators today. Mm-hmm. you have to watch Global War. Yeah. So if we don't comment too much on what they're saying, it's because we're talking. Right. What would you rate that star wide? We got to do star ratings for this. Two? One and a half. Okay. That's fair. What's next? Your favorite. I hear Yoko's music. So this is Paris. Oh, not with the weird ladies? No, they phase that out. That's World Tour 90 or something. That's World Tour 90. So this is uh, not going to be good. There's no way. But I want to see this. Is this from April? Uh, probably. You know what? I'll get the results up when on my phone here. When was this tour? Like, it's all the same tour, well, right? Yeah, I think most of this is actually from April, yes. Yokozuna did a big mistake. That's not proper English. Did a big mistake? <laughs> Bobby on top of it, as Thank always. You, Bobby. I love that sitting in a fucking booth in Stanford, yeah. Bobby still, like, cares enough Notice to point shit like that out. Yeah. So this is on Canal Canal Plus, it looks like. I saw the banner in the top. Gotcha. Except the C was cut off, so it was Anal Plus. Which, we are... This is on YouTube, okay? So we don't have that type of content here. Or do we? I hope not. Just eat your popcorn, Quinn. Look at this ring announcer. I know I'm going to get complaints in, like, the comments below below this video. Yeah. You guys are all beginning to complain about the popcorn, right? I hope so. My well, problem with Jim Duggan being... We got plenty of matches to go, folks. And plenty more pop- action, folks! Popcorn's running out, so... Two things I want to ask you about Jim Duggan, okay? Okay. Number one is, what do you think of when he adopted the singlet? Don't like. Me neither. I like when he went to WCW. And didn't have the singlet. I was like, good. And he was like slimmer, too, again. He looked fat Overall, here. I think early Duggan in WCW is actually pretty good. Early Duggan. 94, it's like, re- it's like a return to form. Yes. Like, and early WWF Duggan is very good. Mm-hmm. 87, 88 is really good. Yeah. Second question about Duggan is don't you find it that his USA gimmick really does hamper him when he goes overseas? Yeah. We've seen it in Canada. We've but, seen it in England. And now we're in Paris. But isn't everyone supposed to universally hate the Japanese for reasons? Did France like, hate the Japanese for no. reasons? Well, I mean, World War II, I guess. They were on the Allies side. but <laughs> So this is April 8th. But you know, it's 1993 and World War II is a recent thing or something. Yeah, it was recent. 48 yeah. years earlier, Dandy. Yeah. Only, so the, only 48. Only 48. So for the record here, for the sake of continuity, the match we just saw mm-hmm. from Sheffield, April 11th, 93. Okay. That's one week after WrestleMania 9. This match, April 8th, 1993. So four days after WrestleMania 9. Yeah, that goes to show you how long the tradition, which they still do to this day, of them going hop over. The pod, yep. They hop. It's like WrestleMania ends. They get in a plane yep. and go to Europe. Like, always. Yep. I think that started in 91. I think 90. Because then they go to Japan like the next day. Oh, or something they did go 90. to Japan in April '90, didn't they? Yeah. With the, was that SWS? Yeah, with Tenaru? So. Yeah, you're right. That fucking awesome match with Macho Man. 
and Tenaru. Yeah. Oh my god, that that match is really good. If you've never seen that one, Macho Man versus Tenaru from April of ninety, awesome. Yeah. That's also got Hogan versus uh, Stan Hansen. That show also really good. Mm-hmm. See, we like well, wrestling. Yokozuna and black, all black tights for Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. Now I know you don't like Yokozuna. No, I don't. He represents this era. I can't disagree. His fat derriere. Why does Bobby sound like he's in the bathroom? Oh, then it got better. Bobby sounds half in the, the back. Might have been the tracking too. Might have been. Bobby sounds like he's drinking, and I don't blame him. Well, I was watching the Bobby Heenan shoot interview. Mm-hmm. You ever see that one? No. From 01 with RF Video. It was when he still could talk. Yeah. What'd he say? He was saying that they would work, you know, 10 days on, three days off, 10 days on, three days off, stuff like that. That's not enough vacation. But he would say that because of his position, he would have to go, when he was doing primetime, he would have to go to Baltimore on his days off and do primetime. Wait, go to primetime? He had to film. Yeah, because well, oh, it was done in Baltimore. Yeah, in the earlier days. Okay. And imagine this was done on their days off. You know, they had to go up to Stanford. Man, sucks. He had a lot of. So I don't blame these guys for having to sit through this. Because and we're doing it 25 years later. I mean, yeah. Imagine I, having to sit here and commentate on this. We're doing what they're doing right yeah. now. Like, but we have no stakes in it. Yeah. This is going to be released. You know, well, Yoko in all black is really weird. By the way, I don't you're like right. it. Yeah. His big ass blends into the crowd. Although it is slimming for him. Doesn't look bad. Referee Joey Morello, one of my favorite refs. Now, did he uh, pass away soon? July of 94. So he's got a year. And he was, what, like hit by a truck or something? Oh, it was so sad. That's what happened, I'll tell you the story, yeah, since we have this match going on. So they were driving back from MSG, I think it was. Right. And they were in South Jersey in uh, Willingboro, I think, off the turnpike. Now, this is a Jersey uh, podcast. Yeah, we're from Jersey, folks. And... um, you know who his traveling partner was? Hmm. Harvey Wolfman. Really? Harvey was there. Harvey has told the story. Harvey was wearing a seatbelt. Joey wasn't. Well, it was just a seatbelt like incident. Well, Joey fell asleep while driving. How late were they out? They had been working all day. Who knows how long it was? And they were. It was early in the morning. Was Joey know. still ring crew? Like Joey and, was a ref. ref? Was he because well, he said he was in a truck or whatever, right? No, no, he was in. It was just him and Harvey in a oh, car. Oh, just in a car, okay. But so Harvey fell asleep, obviously, because he's the passenger, and he was just sleeping. Like Joey fell asleep too. And Harvey said that Harvey had his seat all the way reclined back, and he was sleeping. But Joey was driving, didn't have his seatbelt on, swerved off the road, hit a guardrail. Wow. And what happened, Quinn, is the car flipped. Because Harvey was laid back, he didn't hit his head on the roof when it hit the ground. Right. But Joey did, and he, like, broke his neck or something like that. So, like, but Harvey was laid up in the hospital for weeks. He almost died. They read him last rites. Really? Yes. See, this is why you got to tune in. Crazy. That's crazy. So, obviously, Harvey Whippleman was very thankful to be alive. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gorilla was taken off TV immediately. Oh, right. Once well, Joey course, died, yeah. obviously. He he came back a little bit later, mm-hmm. but Gorilla was never the same from all accounts I've heard. Right, right. Damn, that sucks. I know. His adopted son is not his blood son, Joey Morelli. Oh, his, he isn't? I didn't know adopted. that. He was 34 years old, Joey. Young. Only a little only a little older than we are. Yeah, crazy. And a great guy from all I've heard. Like, everyone loved Joey yeah. Morella. 
you know, back to the contest there. Back to the contest here. A little less sad. Two minutes in, and Yoko's got him in a fucking bear hug. Yep, so I get what you mean, but I get it. Come on, Hacksaw. But you know what? You know what? One thing about these guys, in all seriousness, people get on them, and I have too in the past. Who the fat people? Wrestlers. Yeah, fat wrestlers for dogging it. For not trying. But if you think about it, let's be honest, folks. No one, and if you are, you're in the very few percentile, ever gives it 100% every day of work. No. Sometimes you're tired. Right. Sometimes you had a hard thing going on in your personal life. Yeah. And these I mean, guys are <laughs> physically going out there every day, sometimes up to 25 days a month. I understand that. But wrestling. I find the guys that are in better shape usually... um don't dog it as much. Let's put it that way. And also, to be fair, if your job is to drive there and wrestle for 10 minutes yeah. and then leave, right? I get it, too. You know what? Like, yeah. Most of us work eight hours a day. These if guys work 10 minutes a if day. If you're doing a fucking eight-minute match, yeah. try a little. But I, I do get it, though. Yeah. This is horrible. <sighs> now, how long is this tape? Just so I can get some perspective here. Uh, hour 55. Okay. So the Coliseum video two-hour tapes, right? This was a staple, and by '93 they were still going strong. That's surprising, but their '94 was okay. They livened it up with Johnny Polo. When did they switch to the hour tapes? '95. So they had a couple of '95 uh, two-hour ones. Mm-hmm. WrestleFest '95 was one of them. There was a few, but by the summer of '95, you were treated to the Stan Lane like green screen. Like, Hello, fans. Welcome to Super Slam. Yeah, it's literally like a template green screen. Yeah. And then they would just put the logo of yep. the thing. There's one with, like, Sonny now on the WWF yes. Network. The they Sonny can watch, story. But if you compare it to any Stan Lane one, it's the same. It's the same template. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's almost so, like they just kind of, like, made a, like, they just made it so that they could, like, churn them out like a factory at that point. And they pretty much did. And they stopped taping exclusively for Coliseum in 95. I honestly miss the, all the segments with Lord Alford and Sean Mooney and all that doing dumb shit, like, in the in-betweens. It was like they would actually go on location, too. It's interesting. Yeah, I think the last Mooney and Hayes one was grudge match. Remember grudge matches? Uh, yeah, the one where they're in front of England on a green screen. Oh, that is a very poor green screen. I think I, I was talking on the boards about that yes. the other day. And, whoa, took him off his feet with a big clothesline. That's another thing. If you're new, uh, we have a Facebook yes. group. You can actually find it. Facebook.com slash groups slash OVP podcast. Or, as Quinn would say, go to the search bar. Yeah, on Facebook. And search for our well, vantage point. Fudgy over it's over. Yep, fudgy. See ya. I kind of like Yoko in all black now the more I see it. Not yeah. bad. The red tassels help. Yeah, they do. It's over. I always like the tassels on Yokozuna, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because when he does the bonsai drop, it actually is a cool visual, like, in the guy's face. It's almost, like, insulting yeah. or something. Like, And it's bonsai. almost like the doors are closed on his opponent. It's not a splash. Good. No, it's a I drop. when people say that. It's a drop. Yeah. Not a splash. There, Some people are cheering him. <laughs> Well, you can't uh, you can't control the whole audience there. Star rating on that, I'm gonna give it uh, less than one. Yeah, I'm gonna give it three half. quarters of a star, half a star. Yeah. yeah. Back to Jimmy. Let's hear him. Whoa! Whoa! 
you got snuck up does on. Does he have headphones you on? Know, two things that Jimmy Hart loves to do, no. and that's listen to music and also. Oh, he does. Watch my favorite Coliseum video. Let's see what he says. Tapes, that's you know? Jimmy Hart's Woo! second favorite thing to do: watch Coliseum video. Mr. Fuji squash hacksaw Jim Duggan. Does he have kids or anything? He's got his '80s sunglasses on. You notice that? Yeah, his good ones. Yep. They're probably the ones he saved. He didn't wear on the road. They look like some guy stealing them or something. They're like his Hart Foundation glasses. Yeah. People say, you know, Jimmy Hart, I know you write a lot of songs at the World Wrestling Federation. Pan up to the songs. It's kind of cool. Get your inspiration. I like this. That couch is shitty for a rich guy. Does it come to you while you're at ringside? Well, you know, just Jimmy Hart had quite a bit of money by this point, right? He must have. I was on a plane and I had this great idea for a song and I didn't have anything to write on. So I pulled out of my briefcase my... My briefcase, poster pen and pencil set, man, and and, and I, I couldn't How? find any paper, and I saw the bark bag in front of me. I said, bag. I can't write it on that. That might be too icky gooey. And all of a sudden, I reached in my briefcase and I pulled out a huckster picture, and right on the back of my picture, I wrote down the words to a brand new song that Jimmy Hart is putting together. So hopefully, over the next uh, month or two, you'll what be able song? to hear it in the world. Uh, I hope I never. You know what? What I if it's the actual Hulk Hogan in WCW music? Want, <laughs> you know what I'm going to watch right now? I'm fixing to watch a match right now. What if that song That's was meant for WWF, but they moved? <laughs> Maybe. That'd be amazing it if that's be. a real thing. How does he have the Coliseum video tape already if he's hosting it? Because he... No, Joe, you have to understand, he's, like, hitting play and, and then it's we recording get onto the tape. Okay. You see, that's how we're supposed to understand it. So this one is notorious in my in my life, Quinn. I'm going to tell you why, okay? Now, what is this match? Money Inc. versus the Steiners. Okay, it might now, actually be good. I don't Money remember. Money Inc. is not a good tag team, and I don't care no. what anybody says. I've discussed this on the podcast. Check it I out. I know if you're a new, list, new listener, you viewer, might be aghast. Yeah, like, but just. Just yeah, wins we'll, right we'll about probably this. get into it during this match. But you like Teddy. Yeah, although I don't like this downgraded version of him with the white and everything. Right. You like the ringouts are built done. Yeah, I don't he's know, good. I don't know why, but you do. He's very serious. I like him. This contest is scheduled for one fall. That was good, Quinn. Yeah, that's a good... He, that's what he does. That was good. I was just going to say Earl Hebner is a rep. This is funny. Wow, there's a lot of people there for this. You know what's great? What? IRS cutting a promo in English in Barcelona. Because <laughs> yeah. they can fucking understand him. Wow, dumbass. everyone's bored. They, they just got it. He's boring. He's... <laughs> They're doing now, the extended I always drum intro. The Steiner's music. I was like, it's, it's so like, too like, yay! Yeah. It's like. Major Dad? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's very Major Dad. That's a good reference. <laughs> Thank you. It is, though. Yeah. So here's what. Uh, uh, elementary, just, <laughs> elementary school. Yeah, elementary school. Here's the one thing I always liked about it. The fact that Nobody's it's. Nobody's sitting on the top, by the way. I know. <laughs> the fact that there's like light peering in, I yeah. always liked. Okay, is that. Is that. Yeah, but that also makes it look very high school Jimmy. It does, which is, I like about it. The but second then again, the thing, Steiners are a high school team or whatever they as are. Bobby would say. Yeah. The second thing is, I'm not going to... I want to spoil it for you just so you're aware of it when it happens. Is there like a good Frankensteiner in this or something? Or like a Steiner... What's the ridiculous Frankenweenie? Well, the one that's like insane. The screwdriver? No, I don't know yeah. if he does a screwdriver. Yeah. Um, so, there's a point in this match... Yeah. Where the, somebody farts. No, no, no. Hang on. <laughs> where the camera pans, like, into the audience, and it just stays there for, like, a minute. Wait, what? And Bobby eventually is like, this is the worst cameraman I've ever seen, and I need to make sure we hear it. Okay. Oh, come on. Like, they wouldn't. Yeah, the crowd doesn't know what's going on, though. 
<laughs> Listen to the they reaction. They don't say anything because they don't know what they're hey, Listen to the reaction. <laughs> Do they understand that they're in, like, France or whatever? Spain. Spain? Barcelona. Barcelona. Now, this is April 24th, 93. So big punch to the head already with the illegal blows by yeah. Rick. Illegal blows. Now, Big Papa Dump in the corner over here. Big Papa Dump, the ring is very loud. The yeah. crowd is very the, the quiet. The crowd is very confused. They're like, is this, what is this? <laughs> now, when do you think this show started? Because it's in Spain, like 10 o'clock or something. In the morning or at they, night? No, at night, and everyone's late or whatever. <laughs> Isn't that how, you know, how they fiesta and all that? Siesta. Send your cards and letters directly siesta. to Michael Quinn. Siesta, that's it. They have a fiesta every now and then, too. Yeah. That means party. Yeah, I mean, the what's the nap? Siesta. Siesta. El right. Napo. El Napo. Why don't you just yeah. call it what it is, Quinn? No, it's siesta. That's a thing in Spain. It is a thing. No, you're right. It is. Yeah. My wife actually lived in Spain for a period of time, and Did it's real. Did she see Esta? Yeah. I don't know if she saw Esta. Someone no, well, saw Esta. No, you see Esta when you nap. I never saw Esta. That's what they call it. Who's on first? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Now, we'll where's see. this camera thing? It's not yet, but I, if I recall correctly, there's not a lot of camera angles, so you're going to see this oh, view do, a real lot. Do we lot. have a camera issue with There's, this? like, three cameras, maybe. It's it's mm. not a lot. I don't like when that happens. It, it reminds me of watching, like, AWA in, like, the late 80s or something. It reminds me of watching that WWF unreleased DVD. <laughs> yes. You know, we should do that because there's zero commentary. Like, we could give it commentary. <laughs> Like, and like actually, like, make it fucking full screen. Legitimate commentary, Yeah, though. like, legitimate commentary. That would be good. I'll do play-by-play, play, you do color. Yeah. We just fix that DVD. Let us know if you want us to do that. We yeah. will do it. Yeah. Okay, we'll, well do it. I don't know how, if we'll we can do it. skirt around distribution we'll on that skirt. one. Yeah. We'll see Esta about it. Yeah. You know what's funny? As we watch this on uh, our Plex server, our private Coliseum video server here. Right. I'm looking down at our VCR and the box of the Coliseum tapes over there. No, the tape must be in that, that box That this actually over there, came yeah. from, yeah. yeah. Look at this. The camera angle has not changed. It really goes to show you how much that makes a difference. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> now, if you are wondering um, how I transferred this... Please tell us, because this so, isn't... It, I'll, I'll keep an eye on the So, match. as you can see, the quality is actually pretty decent. It is. Um, it is. It all depends on the tape and the VCR you're using. So, you have a, like, quite literally. It does. Um, so, what it does, all it is, is you plug the, the three, the red, white, and blue wires. Red, white, and yellow. And you buy one of these. I think you can still get them. They're called, they're made, they're called Dazzle. It's called the comp- Dongle by Dazzle. It's a Dazzle dongle. Um, that's no actually joke, kind that's of actually real, That's really what it is. You plug it into your computer, and it comes with software, I believe. And basically, it can record the, 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 the VHS tape. But you actually have to, like, hit record. You do. Let the tape play, because there's no physical way until you this is the process of actually digitizing a video right like believe no it's it or not. real no like it you actually have to, is if you are digitizing a vhs tape you have to you run can't the, fuck around yeah you have to run the tape from beginning to end and literally all the program's doing is capturing it like yeah. as it's playing that's so what that's, this is when it did that like tracking shit here we like, go quinn sorry keep going keep okay. going but when it did that tracking shit before yeah <laughs> Hold on. Just we're we're not going to talk for a second, okay? We have to just just don't say anything. In the United Kingdom, like in Sheffield, the arena, people are just go bonkers. Wait. One thing for sure: there are no empty seats. Speaking of bonkers, how are you doing, Bobby Heenan? 
I'm doing just great. <laughs> Sensational. Why would you even worry about how I'm doing? I'm not. Keep keep waiting. Well, don't. The action continues in the ring as uh, we are looking over the shoulder here of this, uh, these throngs of folks here in Barcelona. They had a hard time understanding my dialect. I can't figure that well, out. Well, I have a hard time understanding it in the United States, too. You talk like a hick, Ross. Let's face it. You just talk like a hick. Well, I'll do the best I can, quite frankly. I know, but take that cornphones out of your mouth, those hush puppies, and speak. We're going to see a people right here. This is the worst cameraman I've ever seen. <laughs> I've been sitting here for 10 minutes looking at the back heads of the Ramon family and the Lopez family. Who cares about them? I want to see some action in the ring. Well, this guy will do a better man. job. He's had it. Well, Bobby Heenan's right. The cameraman. That's that was horrible. awesome. We almost saw him. Savage face, chimed in. Yeah. Bobby Heenan's right. The cameraman's horrible. Basically, just to uh, just to go back to the VHS point, just, <laughs> I just so needed I could, to, ha yeah, I needed to yeah, have that. <laughs> just to get to that. Um, uh, basically, like when it tracked before, that literally—that's not like ever. Like when we watch it from now on, it will be immortalized with that tracking. But yeah. had we recorded it a different time and it didn't track there, right. like quite literally, it's de it's dependent on what happens. It's like dependent on what happens at the very moment that you record it. You know how those VHSs can be temperamental when they yeah. get older. I but mean, sometimes that's... they're temperamental in all different places. Yeah. that's the thing. So yep. it's just funny that the, like that point when it's yeah. tracked is like permanently like emblazoned right. into the MP4 file or whatever. <laughs> now, Quinn, what do you think of uh, the Steiner brothers overall? In WWF, they stink. Why in is WCW? That? They're way better. What do you think? What do you think their drawback was in WWF? They just. I didn't like the choice of making them like the college team or whatever the fuck they are. I just didn't like it. I didn't think the, it fit the WWF, where it's the land of gimmicks and nonsense. Right, right, right. It's, it, they're not. They're just not entertaining here, as far like I mean, not. from an entertainment perspective. They're fantastic athletes and wrestlers. Yes. I'm not knocking that. And they had a lot of good matches in WWF. They did. Yeah, they actually did. It's just to me, it's overshadowed by their lack of character. They are kind of boring. Yeah. I'll give you that. And I get, like, they're trying to make him athletic by, um, and I know this is kind of a really stupid thing, but, like, if you notice, they have the tights with the kind of colors, so, but that was, like, popular with a lot of athlete gear back yeah, then. Yeah, Zubas in particular. Yeah, so, like, and not even just Zubas, like, tights and stuff, too, had that. So I always thought that, like, that was their way of, like, you know, well, if they're just athletes, we can at least give them, like, lively athletic wear lively. that's very popular nowadays with Nike and Reebok or right. whatever. But, like, that's the most you can do with them. That's the problem. Like, you know? You're right about that. And you feel like Ted DiBiase is in a major downgrade here oh, in this he team? Is, he is, like, absolutely finished. His back's fucked and... I, it's all terrible. What's your problem with IRS? IRS? I mean, I know, but I need the fans at home to know. He's horrible. Yeah. But that, that, that's really all it is. Is he some a, great not, technician? Allegedly. <laughs> I, I've never seen it. But have you ever seen him pull off a good technical match? Because I don't no. know if I have. All I know is he's got to go be Michael Wall Street and Boris Moore. I mean, honestly, yeah. Because when's the last time I, you saw a good IRS match? What do you think's better, IRS or Michael Wall Street? Seriously. That's, um, a, that's a hard question. Probably IRS. You think? Yeah. I just don't think Mike Rotunda is a very interesting wrestler in any incarnation. No, I, I, I think Honestly, he's really, really bad. Even in the U.S. Express, it's just like, eh. Right. He's now, up. I gotta say, these are some long matches, huh? Yeah. There's probably eight of them, seven or eight. How many? We've only seen three so far? This is our third one, yeah. Wow. Eh. This is what we do when we do. Yeah. This is what won the poll. You yeah. guys picked this, so.
We're, this isn't the worst tape I've ever seen so far. It's just pretty average. Yeah, this isn't even that bad a match. It's yeah. okay. The problem is the 93 roster is going to hinder it as we get deeper in. Yeah, there'll be some hindrance. Yeah. We'll be hitting the halfway point on the match count on yeah. the next one. So. I know. Our ass. Our ass. Uh, elementary so school. We know the tag title ain't changing hands here. No way. Not in April. What's that rumbling? That's the fans hitting their seats or something. That's weird. I thought you meant actual fans for a second. Like oh, yeah. There's fans <laughs> Ceiling running. fans. Yeah. JR is doing a very good job carrying this whole thing, though. Well, you know. I'll give him that. He ain't bad. Really. Weird that this is during the day. It is. Yeah. Or maybe like the beginning of the night. It could be like night. 7 or something yeah. at night. Which is early for Spain, again. I was actually reading about Spain today. That's why I know. Today? Yeah. All right, tell me about it. No, it just I had read that like a lot of things start like a couple hours later than they do in most of the Western world. Spanish because of, time. Yeah, but not even just that. That's just like how it is. Like, you know, it's not even like a Spanish time thing. Like, why is it then? It's just the, you know, the culture. It's just how they like. They're late. It's not the late part. It's just everything is actually scheduled later than it usually would be. Why? Because they just, that's the way it's been They don't forever. feel like getting up early. Yeah, they don't like, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's just not the culture. You don't get up early and everything. But it's not like they don't do as much business. It's just everything is time shifted, like two hours or something. It's true. Yeah. It gets darker out later. That's why it's weird that this is during the, the day. The day. And also I read that um, I know soccer is the big sport in Spain. Oh, uh, they call it football. Right. And apparently, like, prime time for a game there is 10 p.m. What? Yeah. Because Can you of, imagine that? Because of the time shift. Like, everyone is shifted, like, a couple hours or something, is what I was reading. Wow. Like, See, yeah. here in the, in the East Coast, let's say the Yanks are playing Oakland. The 10 game would be the late game. Yeah, right. that's like a luxury. That's like the rare, like, oh, the, I get to watch the game now. Right. That's the No, but that's like the 8 o'clock game. Right. Like, you know, like, it's the Crazy. 10 o'clock. It, it makes sense by the... We know it's like two-ish hours right. is the shift, so... This Going for weird. a Frankensteiner? There we go. Nice, nice. one, too. It's good. All right, so what's the problem? Erwin. Oh. oh, what a bitch. The belt. Two Wait, didn't they say they would lose the titles if they no. used the, what, something? They said if you if you don't get rid of the briefcase. Oh, that... As the result... I think Rick heard what I heard, though. This is actually another. A, oh, no, but this is a warranted holding it up because they did say if they like used a weapon or whatever before. No, the briefcase. Yeah, but maybe another he, example of wrestlers not knowing how wrestling works. Case, That's two. In this case, it was confusing because they did Quinn. they did note that Quinn. We've had three matches and two thirds of them, the wrestlers forget how titles work. It's called 1993, first yeah, of all. It's called 93. Um, that's like the whole year, by the way. There's a ton of that. There garbage. is. Like now, Quinn, you and I are big proponents of 10 o'clock baseball here. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Well, because on like a Friday night, let's say you're out somewhere, yeah. you get back. What is this? Are we getting? Oh no. What? Are we getting the audio on this video? You should be. Why? I'm not seeing it come through. There's no reason you shouldn't. I don't know, Joe. It's hooked in. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I'm not seeing it come through on the Behringer. I don't know why. Well, hopefully it's coming through. Well, it's not loud. It might not be showing through. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, this thing will never see the light of day if the audio doesn't come through. Should we uh, take a break? No. Okay. <laughs> we do the whole thing. It'd be amazing. Okay. Well, you get it behind the scenes here. We have nothing to hide. Yeah. We're just two guys from New Jersey sitting in a basement watching Global Warfare 93. Imagine if we have to watch Global Warfare again. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not. I'm not watching this again. Wait, don't say anything for a second. Oh, yeah. Something's coming in now. It's there. I'm telling you. It's just not It's not okay. as loud as we are. Well, that was... <laughs> Wait, Samu? Okay. If you're new to this podcast... Samu is like a omnipresent being, I would yes. call him. Yeah, he was on the case. Right. So back in the on the case season, I think that's season nine. Yes. Um, you can go look it up. That's episodes 81, 81 to 89 or um, 90. We had, a, we had a segment called on the case. We were independent police invest or wrestling police we, investigators. We talk about all sorts of um, unsolved mysteries like in the world of wrestling. Like r- rumors like yeah. did Macho Man punch Hulk Hogan the night before WrestleMania right. 9, that kind of stuff. Why did Luger brag to that guy about the title? But there would be a theme that we would always speculate that like Samu was like always present to see the crime occur. Right. And that's why we just why we noted. And so it's, it's Samu, big, man. It's weird that Samu is here. Now you'll find this interesting, Quinn. Yeah. I think this is actually pretty good. From what actually, I recall. Okay. As now that Samu has got elevated credentials, you're into it. I'm okay, I, and I, I think I'm going to root for Samu here. I know he won't win, but no, he won't win. You know what? You got to go hard for Samu sometimes. You sometimes you do have to go hard for Samu. He'll be the, he'll be the Johnny Rods of this uh, okay. thing that we're doing right now. Couple of notes on this one: we're back in Sheffield, England, April 11th, 93. Mister Perfect's a face, Quinn. Yep. Overall, what do you think of Perfect as a face? I hate it. I, I think it's the worst way to use Mr. Perfect. He's like a natural heel. He looks like a heel right now. Like, I'm not kidding. His yellow hair. Yeah. He also looks like an action figure right now. His hair is like too perfect. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Now, what do you think of uh, Sam? What the hell? <laughs> is he puking? He's choking. He's gonna. He's, he's gonna, gonna puke. puke. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a Royal Rumble video game, Mr. Perfect. Yeah, his hair looks like a piece of plastic. Hunk of plastic. <laughs> yeah. Joey Morello, the referee. What do you think of Samu? Um, you know, he's present. That he's what Samu should be. He very much is there. Which, that's a good thing to me. Mm-hmm. This is what I expect with Sam- Like, now, I assume at the end of the tour that Samu made sure, you know, he, was, he had his eye on everything. Nobody right. giving away results. Oh, no, he wouldn't yeah. let that happen. Right. Hey, Rene Goulet carrying ring jackets or whatever Samu wears. Yeah, now ring Samu starts. doesn't talk about the match beforehand with his opponent. You just look in Samu's eyes and be like, you know what to do. You know what spots he's going to call? Right. There is no spots with Samu. It's just no? Samu goes. And you think you, so? You go with it because he's Samu. He's the best. One of, he's one of the guys, you know? He's just always there. He's in the Bone Street crew. Right. How long was his tenure in the Bone Street crew? Because, I mean, I don't remember him wrestling in, like, the late 90s ever. He left in September of 94. 
Yeah, how is he still in the crew by that point? And he briefly came back. Remember, they like him and his cousin like meanly looked at Fatu for a while in '96. Oh, that weird thing. Yeah, remember that? What was that about? when he was Sammy the Silk and the other guy was like is LA that during Smooth? Making difference, making a difference. Yeah, Fatu? making a difference. Fatu, Mr. Perfect with a big arm drag there. Was Samu hurt or something by that point? His feelings were hurt. What was wrong with him? In all seriousness, so many things. No, I don't know. Was I, he just retiring? Was he old? No, he, that, he wasn't even that old. That's weird. I really don't know the whole story with Samu. If huh. you do, let us know. Email us at uh, ovppodcast at gmail.com. Not web. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. Better be careful there. On the last thing, the, uh, you, you tore off. I your, did recently yeah. uh, break my mic stand. Well, these are Nevers. They're like 11 bucks. I have another one over there, by the way. Why do you have another one? I bought one um, for some reason. What are you doing months that ago. I'm not aware of? I was going to do something, and I ended up not doing it. So so we have a backup in case you need it. What? They're $11. Who cares? No, what were you going to do? I was going to do some Twitch streaming, maybe do it for the podcast, but I never went far with it. Damn. Could watch me play uh, games or something. I'm not doing that. Watch watch we get a bunch of responses. It's like, oh, we want the Twitch stream. Only if I'm there to like make snarky comments <laughs> behind you. That might work. True. But there could also be some solo action every now and then, too. Quinn, you and I are like Mike and the Mad Dog. Oh, you don't think I could do, I could do solo? Solo, uh... Who are you going to talk to? That's true. I didn't think this through. But I can't do solo. Only Pete Winston can do solo and have it be listenable. And that's because he acts like he's talking to himself. We should want... This would be amazing, actually. What? We should both record the same podcast, right? This will be an amazing experiment. Okay, you're hearing it here first. This is an idea. This match doesn't matter. So yeah, I, I mean, it's Samu, he's there. Okay, so, um, Samu's listening. That's why he's here. This is a good time for me to tell That's you. That's true. He's always listening. We should do the same episode with the same topics, but the catch is each of us do it solo, separately. Just for, like, false sweeps or something? <laughs> and then we release them simultaneously. And then we do them together after they're released. Mm. What topics? Give me an example. Like, I don't know. How do we do the Rushmore? Well, mm. it shouldn't be an entire po- It can't be an hour 40. Right. It would be like a shorter That's version. Hideous. This is an interesting concept, though. And then we like come together. We're definitely better together than either of us yeah. would be solo. The whole point of our show is that we... There's banter and there's right. like it's a it's volley. It's you don't want to hear me just talk. You're about make, to talk. We, we can You're make, about to talk by yourself because I got to take a leak. Well, here we go. Well, now this is hard because I'm doing commentary. That's different. Well, I was can, talking. I don't talk, have a topic to talk about. Talk about what you see in front of you and go into recollections. I might actually. I might be gone for about six minutes. Six. You Whoa. can handle it. Hey, if you had to leave, I would cover for you. That's true. I gotta go. I'll be back in a few minutes. Okay. Six minutes, huh? It's a long time. Well, it's not a long time when you have two hours to burn. Over here at Sky Sports' uh, World Tour 93, I mean Global Warfare. So, Samu, he is um, one of our favorites. I said before, stuff on the podcast, but I mean, the... The original story came, I was just screwing around on an episode, and I was thinking, like, Samu would, he had observed Lex Luger giving the results to WrestleMania 10, which is, you know, allegedly why he didn't 
he, he didn't like get the title, which is bullshit. But at the same time, it's it was an, always a ever present rumor. So yeah, that was a uh, that was a thing, and that's why we had uh, the whole Sam O'Dell. On the receiving end of that big knife edge chop, and down he goes. So Global Warfare is a tape, all right. I don't know how I feel about this tape, because you know what? I saw it by myself, mainly because I was recording it. I wasn't a person to watch too much Coliseum videos as a kid. Like, I watched them, but it was more like a thing I did while I played with, like, Legos or some shit, or, like, read WWF magazines. And, like, I'd sort of pay attention to the results, but not really. So I don't have, like, the encyclopedic knowledge that, say, a, a Joe Murata here, my partner, has about the Coliseum video. So it is what it is. So here comes the interference, as usual. Surprised he doesn't have a piece of chicken. He has a raccoon on his necklace there, though. Ugh. So I want to hear from the fans, you know, in the comments. What do you, what do you guys truly think of the Macho Man, uh, Bobby, and of course uh, Jr. on commentary? Because we we briefly mentioned how some people have problems with it, some people don't. But I don't mind it. it it's it's actually like sort of like very relaxing. I think it's like a fun commentary team in that case. It's just my my main problem with it, again, is the Macho Man just not doing anything. He should be wrestling. Like, I think they were... Sean was supposed to have, like, a feud with him or something, and they just didn't do it because of Vince, and he wanted Macho Man to be the Babe Ruth of wrestling. It's really lame. Man, Zuzuzelas or whatever they are, those horns. Remember hearing about that at um, what was it, the World Cup? They're going crazy with it here. That's a weird thing in Europe. I've always noticed on these tapes is that that constant like, let's go. I always thought that was very very strange. It's like American fans, we just do it with our, we just clap or whatever. Or they play house music, but they never do that at wrestling. It's a weird thing. I just found it, like, annoying on European stuff, especially, like, SummerSlam 92. It, it gets, like, irritating after a while. Like, at first, first couple matches, you're like, oh, that's that's interesting. That's fun. And then, you know, by the middle of the tape and Ric Flair, like, not wrestling and just being annoying, you're like... And there's still horns going off for no reason. It's kind of stupid. He was expecting a classic. What? I wouldn't expect a classic out of Samu. I, I love Samu, but he's not really a classic wrestler, if you will. More of a, you know... He's a, a classic Samoan wrestler. That's what he is. But, it, you know, that's more of a brawly style there. Mr. Perfect having trouble getting in. At least he doesn't look as much like an action figure at this point. Though I will say the colors are a bit washed out on the TV I'm watching. So maybe that's why he's brighter. I don't know how it comes through for you folks at home on the uh, video Tron over here. I mean, I can, I'm looking at the display and it looks like Perfect's trunks are bright, but... 
not as bright as this TV. Actually, that's another thing I did like about these uh, Coliseum videos is, especially the later ones, is they did have um, a brightness about them, and I don't know if that's just VHS fuzziness, but I, I just always enjoyed that, um, how it was bright and it felt like it was there. And it actually, like, it, it kind of, like, it's a weird thing. It's like I have, like, a warm, like, association with Coliseum video. It's like it's like comfort food that I would turn on. Like I said, I, did, I wasn't really paying attention as much to the results, and I can't tell you, like, every match that happened. There was something that I just, you know, as a kid, I just remember having on, you know, either in the living room or my bedroom, that it was just something that I always watched. Didn't pay, it was, and you know, played with action figures or something. And I think that's like, there's probably a lot of kids like that too. You know, VHS tapes were like, you know, a security blanket, at least for me back then. They were something that I had on all the time to just keep me busy because, you know, back it was back in the day before like Netflix or DVR. So your VHSs were your, were your on-demand content. So you only kept the ones that you wanted. I'm trying to think I had, uh, what, what were my main go-tos? Of course, like Star Wars. I don't know what kid didn't. You know, episode one, two, and three, the, the VHS, uh, the remaster one, I think it was like in a gold box. There was two of them. The silver was for the widescreen and the gold was for full screen. I only had the full screen one. I realized later that that's, you know, poor. You're not supposed to do that. But back in the VHS days, you only had a square 4-3 TV. So what the fuck was I supposed to know? I'm like, just fill the screen. Um, I think I had a copy of Wizard of Oz on VHS. Again, that was like a staple, I think. A lot of kids had that movie. Um, a lot of wrestling tapes. A lot of the tapes that we have, they're a combination of me and Joe's tapes growing up. I had more ones in the box because uh, there was a video store, but it was like in like 93 or 94. No, actually, it must have been in 95 or 96 because I was into wrestling starting in late 94 or early 95. So it must have been 95, 96. This VHS store, local one, went out of business, and that's where I got the majority of my wrestling tapes. They were, like, just giving them away, practically. I think it was, like, 10 cents or something stupid for a bunch of tapes. New in-box Coliseum tapes, and I just got all of them that they had. I just scoured their collection there, and that's how I got a lot of my tapes. And then we combined them with Joe's, and we had a big collection. And um, what this was the result of is... Um, I had the WrestleMania box set, which I didn't get from that video store, by the way. However, I was um, in the process of putting them on um, uh, a Plex server slash uh, just digitizing them for preservation purposes. Well, actually, I wasn't in the middle of doing that. I was just watching one of them, and the tape broke. And that's what led to the preservation is um, these VHSs were special because they were original pay-per-view broadcasts that the WWF put out, which was, like, something they never did. And that's why they were so precious. So I was putting them on tape, or, or I was watching the tapes, and the, the tapes were falling apart. And so what that that's what led to me, like, researching and looking into, like, the VHS tapes. Joe's back. But I was Hi. telling them how, like, why I even made this. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, and here we go. Just in time for the finish. Yeah, it was whatever. Two stars? Yeah, it was like nothing happened. It was just like a bunch of crap. I'm sure somebody will be like, that was the best Samu match to ever happen. Probably is. But um, 
I was more just talking about things. How did it go? Good. I was talking about how what VHS tapes I had as a kid. Oh, and just to complete my stories, basically they were falling apart, and I got I decided to get the whole kit, which I was telling you about before. And you got the caboodle also. Yeah, and the caboodle. Yeah, got both. So I can go by myself. Can you? I think so. All right, it's fine. All right, palm Reza trees now. Ramon. <laughs> uh, what? Reza Ramon. Ah, he's a he's nice place. <laughs> Is this a uh, crank it up? Crank it up. I'm sure it was playing from that stereo. Maybe it was. Oh, shout out Jim McGuire, JJ McGuire. Man, he has a nice place. Very Florida. Probably that's like that's absolutely beautiful property. Probably Hulk Hogan's house. Yeah. No, I think Jimmy did well for himself. I think this is probably his house, actually. It probably is. Is does like everyone just have like a pretty good like where their property is as far in Florida? Is that like pretty commonplace because of the fact that there's so much water and it's a you know what I mean? I'd have to guess he's in Tampa or St. Petersburg. Yeah, so many rivers and the whole thing's a peninsula. So I would imagine a lot of people like like have a decent view. Right. From where, like, even, like, you don't have to be, like, super rich. Right. No, probably not. Yeah. It's cheap down there. Property's yeah. cheap in Florida. Right. Why a lot of people move there. All right, our hometown boy, Quinn. Yeah. Bam, bam, big low he's here. fighting Brett the Hitman? He's fighting Brett the Hitman. Wow, that's impressive. This will be good. Hmm. Now, you like the Bammer, right? Big fan of the Bammer. Big fan of the Bammer. One of the best big man ever in wrestling. Yeah. Absolutely. What is this music? This is alternate themes. Strange. Ryan Schmock would like this. Is he a fan of... Um, uh, He's the one that pointed it out recently that Bam Bam had an alternate theme, yeah. Where's the sax theme that nobody can find? I don't know, the Primetime 91 theme? That's so weird that nobody can find that. I know. There's, I find that one of the weird mysteries of wrestling. There's not a clean rip of it. So Burt Hart here. This is April 24th again, 93, in uh, Barcelona. You know, I think I've never heard this Bam Bam music with the with the sax. Is that the one that's playing at WrestleMania Four? Is that they're yeah, talking about? That's okay. his WrestleMania Four theme. Yeah, I've only I've only really heard it there at that show. Yeah, no, it's rare. Wow, the pink, all pink. Yeah, yeah. all pink. His uh, in your house December '96 attire. <sighs> Or '95. Who, who's Survivor Series '95 too? Sorry, Survivor. That's what I meant. Yep. I think it's also December 96, surprisingly. It might be. It's definitely WrestleMania 8. He's all pink at WrestleMania 8. I never yeah. liked him in all pink. Really? I yeah, thought it was his more... Like, believe it or not, I, I actually felt it was more serious for him because it was his alternate. I don't know why. Really? I like him when there was some black mixed into it. I was just... I thought it was like, oh, okay, Brett's like concentrating or something. It's a weird thought, but... You know, the first time I wore pink, Vince McMahon, he about fell out of his chair, you know? Saw me and Jim, that big rhino. Didn't he say that it was some kind of like pink. it was supposed to make people hate them? Yeah, because like, it was, that was so the, obnoxious, yeah. you know. Whoa, he's like glowing. Ugh. I love that the Hart Foundation has heels. Remember they wore like the neon highlighter pink when they started wearing it. The blue one's cool too. The blue is cool. Yeah, this will be a good match because Brett black and blue, black and blue. Brett can work with a big man. I mean, he's he's great at doing these types of matches. This might be the match of the tape. And I'm not saying it's amazing, but it's probably the best match on the tape. Oh, it's got to be better than a Samu match. Now, it's darker here in the Spain arena. Must be like 11 p.m. now. Yeah. 
Side headlock by Brett. That's a rare move there. The Spain Arena. The Spain Arena. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. Barcelona. Oh. It seems just as bright on the windows, but that's weird. It seems a little it's darker in the arena. Though. A little duskier in the arena. Yeah. Now, these guys would go on to face off at King of the Rain 93 in the finals. Right. Is this supposed to be a rematch or a This or is a, before? a pre-match. A pre-match. <laughs> yes, this is a pre-match. Not a bad matchup, though. When did the tape come out, though? August. So, so it is a rematch. It, yeah, for if you're watching on Coliseum, it's a rematch, yeah. It must have... I wonder if it was one of the selling points of this tape. I don't think there was a selling point to this tape. Do you think I should find the box since we're here? I don't mind. Go ahead. It's probably um, very accessible. Hang Go on. ahead. Now Quinn's going to leave. One of the things that I always liked about Bam Bam Bigelow is that he was kind of rough in the Vader vein. But at the same time, he was very agile, too. A lot like Vader, but I always found Bam Bam to be more agile. Not as... Vader was very rough to look at as a worker, because I think, from what I understand, he really did. It hurt working with Vader. Whereas with Bam Bam, it doesn't look like it hurts as much, but he does have a unique look. He's got his nice combat boots on there. But he's very floppy for a big man. You don't find a lot of floppy big men. Yoko bordering on floppy, but he's more mushy. But Bam Bam, floppy, and he he could have been 200 pounds lighter and wrestled that same style. I'm not saying it would have worked as well, but he wrestled like someone that was maybe 260, you know, 280. Or even, even maybe more than that. But I like Bam Bam. I, you're exactly right, yeah. I like Brett here. I don't like his tights here as much as Quinn does. I'm not as enamored with the all-pink ensemble. Listen to Savage on commentary. I can only imagine Randy Poffo just sitting there being like, Why can't I wrestle? Yeah. Want to be able to wrestle? Not me do that So it looks like Quinn has found the Global Warfare. Pretty quick, huh? Box. Okay, the Global Warfare box. This could be the image uh, for... So, I mean, they highlighted Doink versus Crush on there, which... Is that on this? I hope not. I guess it is. Now, they show Yoko and Duggan. You know what's funny, Quinn? Look at the Yoko Duggan cap. That's not even the match that's on the tape, because Yoko's wearing the red. Yeah, They they even have a picture of the Samu match. (laughs) Well, that's important. That's interesting. Now, do you want to know a story about when I got this tape? Yeah, Brett and Bam Bam on the cover, though. Very good. I wonder if that's from King of the Ring. Is Brett wearing black on top? Yep. It's probably from King of the Ring. (laughs) They didn't even... (laughs) That's funny. How's this match so far? It's fine. While I was getting the tape. It's it's decent. I mean, star and a half so far. It'll it'll probably heat up. Every Brett match has these little segments to it where it heats up. There it is. See? This is the tape. It's Um, the actual tape. It will never be run again because why? Because why? Now, I want to tell you guys a story about when I got this tape, because I vividly remember it. I'm going to tell you a little story. So you have a little uh, um, I have a, association with this tape. I do. It's actually a pleasant one, okay. and I'll tell you what it is. In April of 2002... Oh, wow. You got it in 02? Yeah. I was 16 years old, uh-huh. and I had started my first job at a deli. Oh, that, yeah. That you would know. I'm I not going to uh, say the name. I forget the name. Is it even business anymore? It's still there. Okay. Near the gas station. Right across from the gas station. Right. I know where you're talking. And on my third day of work, 
So I started on a Tuesday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The night of my third day of work, I had not worked before, and I told my mom, I was a junior in high school, I said, I'm gonna, I'm not going to go to school tomorrow. Yeah. And she was okay with it because, you know, well into my junior year, I hadn't really missed a lot of school that year. You're also, like, a very close to being an adult yeah, at that point. Yeah, like, I'm 16 going on 17. It's middle of my junior year. I'm fine, right? To miss a Friday in April. Right. No right. big deal. And I had just gotten this tape, and I hadn't watched it yet. So I got home from work at 9 p.m. on uh, Thursday night in April of 2002, and I popped in this tape, and I remember I had bought from the store I worked at. They don't have these anymore, Quinn. Andy Cap, not the hot fry. I remember this. What was the other one? Not the cheddar fry. Garlic fry? Salsa fry. Yes, I do remember that. I remember there was a point where the hot fries weren't as prevailing yes. as the rest of them. Like, the hot fries were just, like, another flavor. Correct. And now it's they only have hot fries. It's hard to find anything but hot. Maybe cheddar if you're lucky. But hot fries was They're very superior. So yeah. I remember sitting there in my little room. You were in that room. You know, you know the house I used to live in. The one with, like, JR and crayon and all that. Exactly. Yeah. And sitting there watching Global Warfare in April of 2002 with my handicapped salsa fry. And that's what I associate with this tape. And seeing that box there. I got that on eBay. Now, I scanned the boxes into the Plex server. You did. Um, uh, not scanned. I, I, I generally would find them. Yes. If I couldn't find them, I'd take a picture and then crop them. Yeah. That was the best method, I guess. So in 93, they were still trying with their packaging. Yeah, this is the, this is the good, like, with the... Whatever this the is. seal of approval, I guess it is. Yeah, but it's like shiny. Or, I don't know if the fans can see that in the camera. The they were still trying back but, then. Yeah. But they, there came a point in late 94 and in 95 where they were not trying anymore. Some of their covers and their box Oh, art, I can find one of those because I saw one when I was looking. At, go ahead. Wanna, you want to see a really bad yeah, one? Yeah, go ahead. They really stopped giving a shit about Coliseum Video. Now, I'd call this a typical Bret Hart fighting a big man match. Not on a big stage, because Brett obviously could bring it on a big stage, whether it was your Diesel or your Razor Ramon, who Quinn hates. But Brett could... <laughs> the Brett Razor match. But Brett could bring it, and he would try. This looks like, you know, I'm doing a house show here in, uh, in Barcelona. Met a lot of beautiful women there. Which is probably true. Probably read his book, and it's in there. This is the biggest example of them before, not giving a fuck. Before you show it. Okay. Is it Super Slams? No. Is it Raw Hits? No. Is it... All right, hang on. I got it. What, uh, what year is it from? It is from... I can't see it. I think 93, maybe? Yeah. 93? It looks like it, yeah. What would they yeah, it has to be. Unless it might be a late 93 into... Not, you know how like sometimes they'd have old matches? It's not Raw Prime Cuts. No, no, no. Late 93. So this is fun. We'll, we'll spice it might be up. late 93. I'm not sure. Who's on the cover? Give me one person on the cover. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Grudges, Gripes, and Grunts? No. Shawn Michaels on the cover. I, uh, I don't know if I can remember. What is it? It is most unusual <laughs> match. This is the worst. Well, that's, that's good times on video, yeah, Quinn. Yeah, this is horrible. That's not even Coliseum. Yeah, but this to me is like the worst example of like, it's so terrible. I want you to tell me something. Yeah. Actually, let me see it here. So, 
This, yeah, this is, this is what I thought it was. Yeah. Lethal ladder match. Lethal. Yes. Someone died. Now, that's the ladder match that all, we already saw. In it's also other on Spackham Wackham, yeah. yeah. Overhead backbreaker here by Bam Bam. Yeah. Infamous $10,000 match between Razor Ramon and 123Kid. So infamous. People were talking about that match for years. Wow. Then it's got the Survivor Series 93, four doinks versus oh. Bam Bam. Uh, Bash and Booger in the head. Trackers. I remember transferring that tape and just being appalled. Like it, it had they, it had the gorilla at the, the oh podium god thing. in the All American Studio <laughs> where Hulk Hogan like was like I'm yeah. not going to wrestle anymore thing. Thank you for Hulkamania. Yeah. That whole thing where he's like I'm going to see the most unusual matches ever. Maybe Johnny Polo makes an appearance. No, it's just gorilla. I okay. remember it. And that's another one where it takes place there. Here's the best description: the fearless lumberjack match. Why? What? What does that mean? Who's fearless? Are the Lumberjacks fearless, or They're, is the wrestlers fearless? Wrestling as you've never seen before. Yeah, this is Good Times Home Video, 1994. It's horrible. This is one of the... But it's got 93 shit on it. Like, that's why I and said 92. That. This match yeah. is 92. Yeah. This is actually one of the first tapes I ever owned. Really? Owned, yeah. How much do you think that costs because it's, like, not Coliseum? When I bought it... Oh, I, did he just almost fall by himself? Yeah. Oh, he missed the headbutt. This was $10, I think, when I bought it. That's cheap. Yeah. Even for back then. It is. So, Brett, with his big right hands, I always love Brett's punches. Brett's offense in general is very crisp. This it's, feels real, the yep. way they're fighting right now, too. One of the hallmarks of a Bret Hart match, for the most part, is and it the feels, Bammer. Yeah, Bammer's good, too. I know you kind of crapped on him. I didn't crap. Well, when I, we were talking about comparing him to Vader. Well, because Vader actually hurts. Bam Bam doesn't. Yeah, but that's why he's good. Yeah, I know. Same with Brett. Brett. Brett is amazing at making it look like it hurts or making it look like he's in pain. These guys generally like working together, I yes. have a feeling, right? Ooh, oh, nice clothesline there by Brett. One, two, no, two count there. This, 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 now, this match has the most VHS-looking color right now. Yeah, it's part of it's probably because of the Barcelona aspect of it. The last match was, I was commenting on that while you were away, too. It's, the color was very, um, Bulldog. the contrast or whatever the fuck was, like, very weird. Well, you also had the PAL camera. Yeah. That was England. No, but this doesn't have the movement of the PAL camera. This doesn't. No, but the And England. I know the fans might not be able to see that because the video the frame rate's fucked anyway. frames per yeah. second. Oh, he, he kicked away from the sharpshooter. You Come on, Brett. Oh! But Overhead. They, I, I can't observe the PAL. What, what is there? 50 hertz refresh rate? 55? That's 50 frames per second in that. What are we, 60 or just about 60? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ameri Whoa. American TV is 60 hertz. NTSC, yeah. Um, PAL is 50 hertz. If I think too hard, my brain hurts. Yeah. <laughs> now, that affects video games, I think, more than... Um, Television. Yeah, they're slowed down yeah. tremendously if you play a Japanese game here, or vice versa. Not Japanese. Uh, European, European, sorry. Yeah. Yes. That's oh, got to be the finish. That's got to be it, right? Awesome. Where's Earl? How is he even looking at the shoulders? <laughs> yeah, he was like a foot away from them. You know who else is a foot away? What? Kerry Von Eric. Okay. Come on, this is a public video, Jeff. I'm sorry. I am sorry, Patrick Klimper. I love how we've been... This is a longer video. so Very talked, long for us. We've talked, like, about a zillion things at this point. Like, like even, like, did are we recording this, like, that part? <laughs> well, Quinn, to be fair, if uh, you and I were sitting here watching this on the couch... Yeah. Would we only be talking about the in-ring action? Oh, hell no. What the fuck was that explosion? <laughs> that looked like a real, like, a practical effect. Quinn, is oh, this, is this about Doink? Doink? Yeah. 
Nice. Now, is it Born or Kern? That is not That born. is Kern. Yeah. Right? That's not Matt Bourne. How quick did Bourne get, like, fired or whatever? No, he's there, but I think Kern's just playing him. Cuts Europe. I don't blame him for not yeah. going. In Paris. That's, to me, that's the benefit of being right. Dork. Yeah. Like, that's definitely not Matt Bourne. You can tell. Yeah. His paint's different, too. And Matt Bourne always has the chest hair. Well, we can't really see. I saw chest. clean chest. Why is the music sort of different? It's not. It was slightly different. It wasn't was it? exactly the same. You know what might yeah, happen? Yeah, no chest hair. I haven't seen this in a long time. Yeah. I bet you Matt Borndoink interferes, and they do the switcheroo. Oh, that would be interesting. Because this is four days after WrestleMania 9, you got to remember. God, so they- another crush match, huh? Yeah, what the hell? Why are there two crush matches on this tape? I don't approve of that. Come on! Enough crush. We didn't need two crush matches. Yeah. And no now, one ever does. And now it's darker, so his neon Look. is really... Okay, yeah, you're right. That's why they did that. That's why Kern's there. So Kern's so there. he comes out with the chest hair. We'll know, oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's it's hard to mistake Matt so Bourne doink. Skinner doink and Matt Bourne doink. Yeah. Now, Skinner doink was acceptable. He looked I'm enough okay like with doink. Okay. Yeah, that's Matt Bourne, right? It's got to be. I can't tell. I can't see his chest hair. I think it's He's there. He's selling like Matt Bourne. You can tell. Yep, that's Matt. No, uh... Or maybe that is Kern. We'll see. Maybe it was just a diversion tactic. Is this about, is this about Doink? It is about Doink. This is 100% about Doink. To be fair to Steve Lombardi, he, like, didn't play Doink often. But that's yeah. the whole point of the joke. Right. If you've ever seen us on Twitter... Is with he the, ever going to explain it? He did on Mooney's podcast... Now, is he going to hit him with, like, a fake arm or whatever I he hope did so. I hope he hits him with anything that he can find near him. Anything, even a kitchen sink. I'm fine with that. Who do you think wins? Okay. You think wait. Doink? I think wins. Doink loses, and I'll tell you why. Because Crush didn't really win at WrestleMania, right? And it's Paris, and no one cares. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's still current, because I don't see chess there. Yep. We'll see. We'll see if the switch is actually a thing. Yeah. I think it is. Why else would Steve Kern just play Doink? Now, this would have been recorded after WrestleMania 9. So. Four days later. Right, so they're just redoing for France a couple days later for the France crowd. Now, they got pay-per-view in France, though, right? I mean, Canal, doesn't that also present the pay-per-view? I don't know. From my When they would talk about shit, they would say that. I'm not really a big expert on overseas pay-per-view distribution. I'm not a big expert on the channels either. I mean, what the fuck is Canal Plus? Like, what is that? I wonder if it's like is their sports channel? sports channel. Yeah, like Sky. I wonder what Canal stands for. Well, maybe it's like well, a it's canal. probably French stuff, but, you know, like it's probably French words, but I don't know what they... I don't know. Maybe it's just like a canal. Maybe. Well, what does that have to do with sports? Is there a canal in France? Is canal mean something else? The word, I mean, it doesn't mean like a, like a river or whatever. You have a computer in front of you. Yeah, I'd sure. like to find out. Sure. Meanwhile, a uh, backbreaker by the Crush Man, wearing an upgraded uh, attire from the Should last I look match. Up canal plus. Yeah. Canal. Find out what it's all about. Big leg drop by Crush. The best I've seen a leg drop done with a man in yellow tights. Knee drop. Knee right to the head and skew. Doink. Okay, it says... No pun intended. Canal Plus. 
sometimes abbreviated C+, is a French premium cable television channel. Premium. So this is plus sport it would, be, would have been on. Okay. Um, it started in 1984. 84, owned by, owned by the Canal Group, which okay. is in turn owned by the Vivendi SA. I know it gets another company. Uh, the channel broadcasts several kinds of programming. It's a supporter of hybrid broadcast. What the fuck? What? History. Uh, why is it called Canal? It doesn't tell me. Is this about Canal? I don't know. Okay. Well, this is good. Is Big slam here by the Crush Man. The Crush Man. Why is Canal Plus called... You're really looking this up? What are you asking, Jeeves? <laughs> I'm asking Google. This sucks. It's not even Matt Bourne, so it's not. there's not enough uh, of that evil psychology. Oh. Apparently the internet doesn't know. It's not giving me belly good, to belly. good results. If you live in France or somewhere else where Canal is... We're uh, sorry. We're sorry, and please tell us why. Yeah, tell us why. What does that mean, Tell canal? us why you live in France. Oh, what a croissant there, my crush. I think we got a big French following. I don't think we do. Do you want me to check the uh, yeah. the SoundCloud numbers? Our second biggest country is the UK. And then I think Canada. I'm just going to go by SoundCloud, okay? Yeah, use the country, like, all time. All time. List the countries all time. Okay, let's look. But make the stats, like, from the beginning of time. Stats? Okay. You know what I mean? From, the, from two years ago or whatever. Okay, from... It's U.S., U.K., and then probably Canada. We have, like, Vietnam now and shit like that. I'm oh, we, we're big in Vietnam, you know? Are we? Is this about Vietnam? I really want Taco Bell. Do you? Yeah. Okay, so October 12th to now. Yeah. Okay. And I want to hear the country, Squim. Top countries. Come on, we're dying here. Okay. First of all, can I even find France? Okay, France. Well, 97. All right, but starting from the beginning, just run. 97 all time. That's not a lot. It's not a lot. Okay, so the United States, 50,000 listens all time. Okay. Uh, United Kingdom, 7,220. Sounds about right. Um, Canada? Canada, 3,731. Australia, Australia. 1,835. And then we take a big dip after that. What are Uh, we after that? Japan or something? Ireland? Ireland. 327. Thailand, 318. Who the fuck in Thailand is listening to us? I think there's some English speakers there. Um... Japan, 294. See, I told you all those Japanese reviews we did, it paid off, Joe. There's people in Japan listening to this shit. There might be English speakers there who who are living there from here. What's after Transplants. that? What's after that? South Korea? Uh, the Republic of Korea. That would be South Korea. South Korea. Yeah. That's Pat Ray. 205. That's Pat Ray. Is that all Pat Ray? Probably. Why is he in Korea? He lives there. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Uh, Vietnam, after that, <laughs> 173. Fuck? Italy, which is all Filippo. That's got to be Italy, Filippo. you're right behind Vietnam, so like, on, by like, a couple of listens. So you got to catch up, man. 168. Uh, Bolivia, 146. Germany, Hola. 125. Guten Tag. This is fun. Denmark, hi. 123. Bahrain, 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 really? Bahrain, one one eleven. What? <laughs> I don't know. Who the hear. fuck is out there listening to this? And then France at ninety seven. Who's after France? 
Poland. <laughs> what? And then Netherlands. I won't name what numbers anymore. Fuck? New Zealand. Bushwhackers, obviously. Russian Federation. Spain. After okay. that. Spain. India. What? Brazil. What? Mexico. Stop naming Street Fighter countries. Pakistan. Okay, good. Switzerland. They're, they're neutral. They're very neutral. Uh, Portugal. Okay. Indonesia. What? Sweden. Seriously? Cyprus. Saudi Arabia. They're even allowed to listen to us. Bin Laden out yeah. there listening to us. Uh, Egypt. Who? <laughs> Israel's after that. By, Come on! They're off by one. <laughs> um, Turkey. <laughs> Philippines. Dominican Republic. <laughs> Ukraine. <laughs> you don't call Ukraine weak. <laughs> Lithuania. <laughs> Nikolai Volkov. This is the overall shout out to every country that's ever listened to us. Yeah, please. Serbia. What is global warfare? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Norway. More like Snorway. <laughs> that will decrease all Norway listeners, but it's, only, Norway. it's only eight all time. There's so. one guy that's like, yeah. I did this by accident. Yeah. South Africa. Crikey. Uh, United Arab Emirates. Who the fuck is out in Dubai? Okay, uh, if you're in the UAE, please donate to the Patreon because I know... You, you can afford it. You can afford it. Join uh, that $50 tier, yeah. man. Singapore? <laughs> Romania? Come on! Puerto Rico? I, that's very low for Puerto Rico. Only seven all time. Savio Vega was like, yeah. these guys don't like me. Belgium? <laughs> Argentina? <laughs> Ecuador? Ecuador. Yeah. That must have been uh, my wife's family. Six listens all time. It must have been, seriously. Colombia. Colombia. Finland. Oh, uh, Ludwig Borges' family. And finally, yeah. number 50. There, This is it. Peru. Peru? Well, actually, that says maximum. There could be more. So that's, what are there, 180-something countries? Yeah, it only, give, it only gives you the top 50. So we're I cannot a, get any more. We're in at least 50 countries. So, by the way... What even just happened? I was doing things while this is going on. What you did was better, but uninspiringly, Doink just took a count out. There wasn't a second Doink? No. Well, good thing I didn't watch then. Seriously, this is horrible. Yeah. Negative one star. No, not really. That but was a fun romp. That was uh, better than the match. Yeah. Well, it is global warfare. I mean, it only is fitting that we run down every of the top 50 countries you that is listening. You want me to listened. give us... Give, give, um, I mean, this is public stats, I think. Cities? Do you want me to give the... All time listens. Wait, hang on. I see a mixing board. Oh, yeah. Get that over to Mike Crockett. Well, he's got like Pro Tools early. Yeah. I remember this part. My type of shit. Yeah, man. We can even punch a button over here, man. There you go, Joe. I'm singing harmony with myself. Audacity. It's, it's enabled me to it's not audacity. Some of the Version one. It's probably Pro Tools. Sonny and Cher. He worked with them. Herman's Hermits. Yeah, he was in the '60s. So now I work with some of the greatest superstars. Like I know the name I'm gonna fix to mention to you. I know you won't like too much. Shawn Michaels. You know he sings his own song. I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy Does he? Because it's not only 1993. I like Jimmy Hart doing the song though. I, I love Jimmy Hart in the studio thing. This is good. And, and of course, uh, there was sensational Sherry, and she did a tremendous job on her song. And of course, he's all complimentary of like but heels and faces. Good. Great, man, and I've learned a lot from everybody. But 
Hey, right now, I got you. I'm getting carried away once again. Let's get back to global warfare. Oh, we were liking that, Jimmy. Yeah, come on, Jimmy. Change of pace. I like that mouse, by the way. Yeah. I used to manage the IRS. The IRS. Baby. Baby. I don't want to see the IRS. No, Milan, Italy. Uh, Filippo. I gotta. I don't think Filippo's from Milan. I think he's near Rome. Why does he get Million Dollar Man's music? He doesn't have his own music at he all. He sucks! Okay, so... I need to find out when this is from. Hang on. Who wants the all-time numbers? Well, just for the record, this is the day after the Barcelona tour, so this is now April 25th. In case you were really wondering when this match between IRS and Scott Steiner took place. Interesting. So, cities? Okay, we did... Oh, you want cities? What were you going to do? I was going to give the all-time numbers. Plays. On SoundCloud only. Do cities. Okay, you want cities? Do cities. Because, folks, look, this is not good. Yeah, I mean... This There's is, nothing good about this. To me, this is the fun. Uh, now, if I know SoundCloud, yeah, you can only get 50 max. These are the top 50 Just cities. run them down. You don't have to give numbers. Just run them down. So, what? actually, our most popular city, where San do you Francisco? think that is? Yeah, how is that a thing? I don't know. San Francisco, 1,938 Don't do the numbers for all of them. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, number two. Brian Pillman. Mountain View, California. Why? Chicago. Nice. Brooklyn. Brooklyn's Steve considered Lombardi. its own thing. The brawler, obviously. Steve Lombardi. Um, Atlanta. Ted Turner. New York. Me. I can't believe New York's not our number one George one. Steinbrenner. Yeah. I don't know what goes on out there in California. We get a lot of California. Glasgow, United Kingdom. Roddy Piper? Yeah, Scotland. Um, Los Angeles, California, number nine. Bobby Heenan. Number 10, Ashburn, Virginia. Some hick. Uh, number 11, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Probably one of us. Yeah. Because that's, that's near enough. We're, we're near there, yeah. Uh, Edmonton, Canada, number 12. Bret Hart. Uh, Pan- Panorama City, California. I don't know what that is. I don't know what goes on in California. We get a San lot. San Jose, of- California yeah. after that. Oh, Dave Meltzer. Yeah. It's Meltzer. Meltzer listens to us. Haro, United Kingdom. That's, I guess, city in the United Kingdom. Horrible United Kingdom. Haro. Bronx, New York, number 16. Johnny Rods. Obviously. Manchester. Well, we know who that is. Johnny Rods. Manchester? Yeah. Stony Creek, Canada. Uh, Dayton, Ohio. (laughs) Somerset, New Jersey. I don't know what that is, honestly. Mechanicsburg, PA. (laughs) Philadelphia, PA, right after that. Brian Burke. Tucson. It's weird that the small cities can beat like a big city like Philly after like right before Mechanicsburg. Tucson is two people. Yeah. Marty Howell. That oh, I know for and sure. Sean Mooney, and right? Sean Mooney. And Sean Mooney, yeah. Uh Boyton, Virginia. Boyton, Virginia? Yeah. Borden, maybe? Jimmy Borden. You're just making guesses. No, not he's I think he's Virginia. Hmm. Well, we probably shouldn't be saying all that, but why? I don't know. Madison Heights, uh, Michigan. M I is Michigan, right? Uh, Michelin. Uh, Wichita, Kansas. Uh, Sawansee, United Kingdom. Sure. This is Am horrible. Am I missing anything? No. Should I be listing these. There's like a chubby kid as the ref. Oh, God. the arena looks like crap. And why are we seeing a singles match between a guy that we just saw in attack time? We saw both of them. I don't want to see this. Horrible. What is this, the next night? Like, in yes. All seriousness. Yes, it is. Okay, Havelock, um, North Carolina. Habakkuk. Springfield, OR, Oregon? Yeah. That's Oregon, right? Yep. Oregon, really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland Rocks. I feel like we said Cleveland already. We didn't. Dallas, Texas. 
All right. Boston, Massachusetts. Boston. London, United Kingdom. London, wow, very posh. Yeah, 33. On the list, Toronto is 34. You know... Oh, Aberdeen. United, oh. No, United Kingdom. Oh, not, Aberdeen. Not, not Dan O'Brien. Not Aberdeen, Washington. Yeah. Uh, Orlando, Florida, number 36. Probably uh, a fireball of sorts. Uh, Sin City itself, Las Vegas. Probably right Number 37. Uh, Columbia. Um, South Carolina. No, MD. Maryland. I am so bad with the abbreviations. That could be the wrestling, man. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Warsaw, Indianapolis, I-N? Yep. In- Indiana. Uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Some hick. Melbourne, Australia. Some hick. Clifton, New Jersey. Someone we know. Fall River, Massachusetts. Uh, Mike, oh, well, Mike. That is definitely one of the guys over at WPN, right? I think it's Crockett. No, it's Malonis, because remember, he's from Fall River, Massachusetts. No. <laughs> is Mal- that the joke? Malonis is from New Hampshire. Yeah, but remember that he remember that that story how um, what's his head used to like, announce him from there the Ring of Honor announcer Bobby Cruz did, but he's yeah, not it's, from it's like there. a joke. Yeah, maybe that's Bobby Cruz like screwing him over. Maybe um, Watertown, Massachusetts. No, that that's Crockett. You think that's Crockett? Uh, Fall River. I don't know if JT Rosero listens. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, the towns aren't accurate to where they live. I know, that's not specifically. Yeah. And they could work in a place. Coventry, United Kingdom. I don't know where that is. Indianapolis, Indiana. Brisbane, Australia. Crikey. Downey, California. Highland Park, New Jersey. That's probably... Number 49. And finally, Fort Erie, Canada. Well, it's very eerie. Yeah. What's the other one you wanted to do? I'm sorry, folks, but... Yeah. When you've seen a tag match and then you just take out two of them, do you want all-time numbers? I don't care. You wanted to. I was just gonna say all the all-time number count as of um, when are we? Re- I'm not gonna release this today. Yeah. Okay. It is eight eighteen two thousand eighteen. Yeah, August eighteenth. Sixty-six thousand. Say, is this a sixty-six point one k? Yeah, point one k. A lot of k. So that's the all-time. Um, how many people have ever listened to this show? At least, according to SoundCloud, um, SoundCloud is significantly less than PodTrack, I've noticed. It is. Um, I'm not looking on PodTrack, but uh, if, if it generally, like... SoundCloud's it, not SoundCloud's good at like capturing. Off, like, by, I want to say, a couple like... Hundred a couple of hundred So, And you do that by episode, yeah. so I'm going to guesstimate that maybe there's, like, 10,000 more than that. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's just... That's an idea. Yeah. But, so what? Okay, let me ask you a question. You're you're a little Italian man. You're in Milan, Italy. Okay. And the World Wrestling Federation is finally coming to your stupid city. Yeah, the Fink has announced it on Superstars right. or whatever. Hello, fans. The World Wrestling Federation, Milan, Italy. Right. Got a fat, chubby guy as the ref. Yeah. Halliburton in the corner. Halliburton. Is this really a match that you would want to see? No, but I want to just see the guys I see on TV. That's kind of the point, right? So you're content with this if you're a little Italian boy? Of course, boy. yeah, because I'm never going to get to see the superstars of the World Wrestling Federation live otherwise. Okay. And this is probably like the first or second match. Probably like the second, right? Yeah. All right, that's fair, and that's a good point. Yeah. However, you're uh, producing Coliseum videotapes. Right. This is where I fault. This is the guy with the fault. You put this on a tape where you've already had an IRS and DiBiase. It's poor. It's, it's a terrible decision. And if anything, you should have put this first and then right. the tab match. Correct. So it's terrible. Thank you. 
All right, Randy Savage, I've been in this position. I've been in this position before. You know, I, I wish I was wrestling. They don't want me to wrestle. They want me to, sh- to sit here and talk into a microphone, Bobby Heenan. Bobby. Scott Bobby Steiner. The, Bobby the Heenan. Bobby Hernia. Bobby Hernia, yeah. Now that'll be coming out Monday. Yeah. You got some, uh, we're doing 1995 this Monday, folks, August 20th. We're doing the 95 in a nutshell. That'll be a great time. Yeah. Not going to give away the Rushmore. And I'm not going to give away to the review, but I will say Bobby Hernia. Bobby Hernia, baby. Bobby Hernia, baby. God, this guy's afro is awful on the ref. Yeah, I think he's an Italian ref, no? Who, like, who is that? Why did the refs not travel with them? I don't know. Are they above that going to Europe? Maybe it's just cheaper to, like, use local wrestling refs. Maybe they don't have visas because you're working. So. They might have MasterCards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Actually, late. It's is, late, folks. There I is mean, no MasterCard in, in Europe, I think. Or it's called something. It has a different name. I it think. does. You're yeah. right. What is it called? I can't remember. You, I forget. You're correct, though. Yeah. But I it's remember a similar because, logo. So I used to work at a bank in college. You did. Um, Commerce. And sometimes Europeans would come to the bank when they were on vacation in America. Very occasionally because it was the suburbs. But Quim was a banker. Some, yeah. So sometimes they come and their cards wouldn't work. But they had the MasterCard logo, but it said a different yeah, name you're, on it. Yeah, you are right about that. Yeah. Now, Quinn was a banker in an affluent suburb here in New Jersey. Right. Semi-affluent. Semi-affluent, yeah. Some good uh, Italian restaurant there that Quinn never Shut wants up. to go to. Yeah. And uh, when you were a banker, Quinn, it was called Commerce Bank, but they were eventually merged with what? Um, a, a Toronto Dominion, TD Bank. TD. Where Kelly Ripa and uh, Regis did the commercials. And yeah. Regis now, if like, I recall... Kelly, how does a bank work? The funny part about that is TD inherited that sponsorship with those two. Because they were Commerce, right? Commerce got that. Yeah. Like, that was their thing. Yes. Like, they so, inherited the TD bank. Yeah, like you're right. TD, Commerce signed the deals. Like It was just funny to me that Regis like, didn't know what banks were. That was like the premise of their commercials. Well, so the, the marketing campaign for Commerce was uh, America's most convenient bank, I believe. Yes, you're correct. And so the idea was is that for you know any anything that was like complicated, that they would make it easier to do. Like, that was their... Their, like a withdrawal, for example. Right. right. Yeah. That 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 their their whole mo was that we can attract customers by making the annoying shit like easy. Did they? I mean, they did their best. <laughs> I mean, you worked there. I would have to write up a lot of people's withdrawal slips, but most banks will just do that anyway. Like, if you'd be like, I just want to take this out. They, sometimes the like, if you do that at any bank, they'll just be like, okay, what's like, they'll do it for you. That's usually like, you now, can just you, ask them to fill it out. Did you like being a banker? It had its pluses and advantages. Um, pluses and advantages. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, pluses and minuses. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think the the nice part was the latest you could work was till 8 because of the drive through Right. The bad parts were like, you worked some at a people, bank. well, some people, when they come in the bank, they're pissed. What are they so mad about? It's always something like they weren't tracking like what they were taking out, and it's like, why do I have negative balance? It's like, because so well, you poor. spent your fucking money. Or if they got fees and stuff, because like that's have you ever been to a bank? That's what right. they do. Like, not that we agree or disagree yeah. with it, but that's what they do. Right. That's right. how they make their money. You know, they have to make money. Right, and even I get very mad about fees. But oh, like, you get very mad. But at the same time, I, I do understand. It, and usually, the fees come from your own mistakes, and I think that's why I get so mad. Is because I'm like, damn it, I can't believe I did that. You know? Yeah. Like, now speaking of bankers, yeah. IRS. Now was he? Te- 
Was he technically a banker? <laughs> the fireworks? Yeah, well, you know. He was an accountant. But here's the thing. In all seriousness, mm-hmm. with this gimmick of IRS, Bobby, he's got him by the tongue. <laughs> always. Yeah. Gorilla would always get mad that nobody took advantage you of, the stop? Tie, yeah. of the tie. I take his tie right away! I would do that all the time! Oh, the flare pin. He pinned him. Really? Well, he hasn't big pop a dump yet, so... Now, is this going to get reversed? Well, of course yeah, it will. The, the IRS re- yeah, the ref, yep. Iris never gets the benefit of the doubt. No way. Well, would Remember you give it to him? won the Intercontinental title at Royal Rumble 94 or whatever? <laughs> yeah, it was JR and Gorilla. Yeah. And JR's like, IRS is a new champion, and it's not fair! I don't blame him. IRS did, like, get one up on the ref. He, if the ref's he decision did. should be final. You're right. So, anyway, back to IRS real quick. Mm-hmm. Why would a... An IRS agent leave wrestle. the country. Wrestle. Oh well, I assume he was fired, but he was like so like he was like I was so proud of this that I don't want to let it go. Oh, like, so he's a former IRS agent. Like can't be a current IRS agent. Why not? How does he do both? He's traveling the road 300 days a year. But like, they never said he was fired. He just lost to a sunset flip, by the way. Maybe he maybe he wasn't fired. Maybe he quit willingly because of his dream to be a professional wrestler. Well, another oh, Yokozuna God. match. So we got to... Here we go with Royal Rumble 94 stuff. Preview. Yeah. Pre-match. Yep. Did we coin that? We've coined. The pre-match. The pre-match. I don't want to see this, though. Is this the end? Yeah. This has to this, be the last thing. Mercifully, this is the last <laughs> match here. God, all of this was shit. This Yokozuna, I mean... Yokozuna! Whew. Now, the best match, Brett Bam Bam. Yeah, but I wasn't paying attention much to that match. It's okay that but you I, weren't. You know, I did explain while you were away that when I would watch Coliseum tapes as a kid, I wasn't... No one pays attention. Yeah, I was like, eh, whatever. Who the hell what pays attention? What the hell attention? with the graphic? Why is it like WPIX baseball? It's like probably whatever the local broadcast of this was in, like, France or wherever. It looks like, Milan. We're, su- it looks like we're supposed to see his batting average. I think there's only been three locations the whole thing, right? Well, we had Sheffield, England. Right. Four. Four. We had Paris, France. Okay. Barcelona. Uh-huh. And Milan, Italy. So four. That's interesting. Your boy Bill Dunn again. This contest is scheduled for one fall. You're morphing into Boar's Head Ham there. Yeah. Boar's Head Ham. Boar's Head Ham. Where ham is actually ham. I had a ham sandwich for lunch today. I didn't call Mama Cass about it, but... What? It's a well-known fact about that Mama Cass. The cheap archetypally choked on a ham sandwich. Yeah. What kind of ham? Um, like a smoked or a honey or was um? I think it was a honey. Was it boar's head? No, I, I got applewood. The kind I went. I got it at Target. You got so. what? Apple? Apple? Like iPhone ham? It's the name of it. Of the company. I did a Target this time because I wanted to experiment. See other prices were. They're better. They're okay. Yeah. Target's price. Our Target the, over here. Yeah. Yeah. Their prices are good. I'm wondering if I should go to them more for food. I did, like, a full food shop there. I mean, in all honesty, Michael, the Walmart is even better for prices. But really? I don't blame you if you don't want to go to the one right by you. Yeah, I got one close to me, but I wouldn't but go to that the one. the other one over where Prices I, are that good at these stores, are they? Ask my wife. Really? Yeah, Walmart's even better. I thought I was making a poor choice. Like I, No! I would say Target's I Target's food prices are good. What I hope to last two weeks of food for about... A hundred bucks because I'm not counting the LED light bulbs that I purchased in my quest to convert the house to LED. I only have, Joe, two more light bulbs to, to do. Where are they? 
Um, one's in the laundry closet. Okay, that's less essential. Yeah, exactly. And the other is uh, the bathroom. No, no, no. It's the one when you walk into the apartment. It's like kind of the a overhead. One, the, o- the overhead. In case you're new to the whole thing of these two jerk-offs talking wrestling, Quinn, who had lived with me in this studio, well, not really. Not in like, the studio. Not down yeah. here. But for years, for five and a half years, uh, he recently flew the nest, and he is in his own place now about three minutes down the road. Right. That's been a recurring thread, you know, on our show and everything. So it's the new story arc of the latter season here (laughs) in the the summer of 2018 is that Quinn is on his own for the first time. By the way, rare that The Undertaker, he's been on no other shit. Right, right. Okay, but go on, yeah. Well, that was all I had to say about that, but I was going to say... Undertaker Yakuzuma, April 93. That's weird. It's a little early for this. I wonder if this was the main event of this show. I thought Yakuzuma... No, he isn't the champion, No, right? Hagen. Oh, right. I love that. It's fucking like Phil Rizzuto being, Oh, I tell you, I tell you, White. Holy cow. You know? I think... How does the Undertaker lose this match? Who wins? Like, that? that's weird. Unfortunately, I remember the finish, but I'm not oh, going to tell you. Oh, God, it's going to be shitty, isn't it? Would it be good? Well, I'm just saying The Undertaker never loses back then. This Yakuzuma doesn't either, though. In fact, had The Undertaker lost since that Hulk Hogan match by this point in 1993? I don't think think he lost at this point in time. Since Tuesday in Texas? Yep. I don't think he lost one match (laughs) that I can think of off the top of my head. The only person I could see maybe beating him by DQ would be Sid in that April 92 feud, but I think Undertaker won. Yeah. Let's see what kind of attire the Yakuzuma has. Eh, just Standard. The, the traditional. Now, do you like the white attire instead of the red? What do you think of that? I'm indifferent to it. The black was kind of cool, though. He also had the reverse version. You ever see that where it's like the red trim with the black tights? I've seen that, yeah. What about the red trim with the white tights? I don't... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay one? with most of them. I just... The black one was pretty bizarre. He like pretty, British Bulldog. Because <laughs> I'm bizarre. He pretty much switched exclusively to this, like, midway through 93, though. Well, he did remove the tassels. He um, did, right? Yeah, they were not there anymore. Well, they were a little excessive. He also yeah. stopped, like, pretending he was a sumo. To me, it was, like, more... That was, like, the bullshit, like, oh, well, fuck you, I'm going to sit on you, and these tassels are going to be in your face. Right, right, right. Like, I thought that's what that was about. Kind of like the grill on a truck. It's, like, it's just for decoration. Yeah, just for posturing. Yeah. Now, Quinn. Boom. When we're done here, as you know, I'm going to go eat some food. What do you think about the whole ass view with Yokozuna that they used to do? If you're going to show anyone's ass, it might as well be Yoko's. Okay. Anyway, you're going to eat what? I'm going to probably run to the Taco Bell, the local Taco Bell. Really? That's an interesting proposition. My wife's not going to be happy, but I, I'm... I'm listen, gonna go, folks. I'm going to go make myself some food that I... figured I, you would. ...that I made, now, that I, or I bought. I am very under the weather, so I'm actually less involved than I normally would be. But we are... We're doing this because it needs to get done. Right, we did promise it. Now, I'm probably going to go home, yeah. start uploading this on YouTube as yeah, I cook. it'll um, be up. I think I'll have some chicken fillets I, I, I have thin breast. You know, I tried up. I used... I got this spice rack, right? With a bunch of spices. I saw that. It's a nice spice rack. Look at the stare down. Just like Rumble, oh, by the wow. way. wow. It, yeah, it is. I wonder if they use this exact clip, actually. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, go ahead. I found one of them that was just... It was called seasoning salt. Just generic way. Seasoned salt. I, 
Uh, it was called seasoning salt. Is really? The name. Yeah. Seasoned salt. Same thing. Yeah. It's um, like brownish, like yeah. auburn colored. I used it on my chicken, and I was very impressed it's with the results. Really good like, on poultry. Yeah. yeah. Seasoned salt is really good. It was very salty and very, like, tasty. They put in other stuff into it. It's really good. I might do that again tonight because I don't want that chicken to go bad. It's in the fridge rather than the freezer. Big DDT. You don't want to use it on beef meat, though. It's not as good on beef meat. I probably won't use it on beef meat. So I got I got, um, I got spicy Montreal steak seasoning for that. For beef meat? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I used it on chicken the other for night. For poultry, it's... For, like, on Tuesday or something? It's like, excellent. Yeah, it was excellent. Yeah, it is. Now, do you have lemon pepper? I think I probably That's good do. on the Chacon also. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know what? As much as people crap on this feud. Well, it does stink. It doesn't. It Why? actually makes sense because the Undertaker's like. <laughs> oh, what the? Why would that hurt the Undertaker? Though? It didn't. It didn't. Yeah. He's like, ha, ha, ha. It was a distraction error. Yeah. The glancing blow. But here's the thing. Undertaker for like years is like, die, die, die. Like never yeah. hurts or whatever. Yeah. If anyone could, like, have a compelling feud with him, it was this Yakazuma. Yeah, it's interesting. It is. Wanna, okay, do you want to uh, address... I love when you do this, and I think this is the exact right moment to do it. Can oh, no, address, being put on the spot. Can you address your 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 talk about how The Undertaker was, like, distracted yeah, or whatever okay. from the title? All right. Yeah, explain it from the... Explain what it is, and, like, right. and then explain what happened. I don't even remember when I did that. It was on a commentary or something, yeah, right? Yeah, it's very this good, for the though. public now. Yeah. Okay, so basically what happened was... Well, you know, the why did the... The question is... Why did it take all the way until 1997, right, for The Undertaker to win the world title? Right. A lot of people might ask that, because if he never loses, how could he ever not be the champion? I will explain to you. Yeah. He wanted the title. He fought Hulk Hogan for it at Survivor Series and 91. He won. he won it from him. Six days later, he loses it. There's ashes in his face. Jack Tunney's there. <laughs> and he gets kind of... Right. put in this bullshit situation right. with the Royal Rumble and everything yes. and then that's kind of the end of it so he try- he's in the Royal Rumble yeah. but he doesn't win the Royal Rumble and then all of a sudden he gets really upset that his crony Jake Roberts wants to hit a woman with a chair so he's like no you don't do that right. so he saves them but Turns then face. Jake's like hey man why did you do that and he's like I don't like you so then they fight right but then a Ugandan headhunter wants to beat him up at SummerSlam. All along, the Undertaker is, he puts away Jake, and then, yeah. then now, okay, now I'm going to go for the title, right? So he beats Kamala at SummerSlam. Right. Then Kamala comes along. Kamala's yeah. like, oh, bro, 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 need to fight you again, bro, bro, bro. Then learns to bowl. And, right, yeah. so they have a casket match. Undertaker beats him the fuck again. So great. <laughs> so Undertaker's in the Rumble 93, all is well. He's like, when, okay, I'm going to go get the title now. When a 17-foot giant comes down, eliminates him illegally, yeah. so now he's got to fucking fight this giant at WrestleMania 9 and Harvey Whippleman's all mad, but not only that he, he fights him, there's the ether, the chloroform, the, whatever the, the giant whips out chloroform, right. because why does a giant right. need the chloroform to right. beat another giant this is the finish, by the way what? <laughs> that bucket that's it? that's it what so a bunch anyway, of shit. so let me speed this up. So yeah. Harvey Whippleman's like, no, but we don't like Undertaker. Right. So, right. So he gets Mr. Hughes to distract him for a while. They steal the urn. So Undertaker has to fight Giant Gonzalez a fucking game at <laughs> SummerSlam '93. So he beats him fair and square there. Because why wouldn't he? So then Undertaker shows his Patriot colors and he teams up with Lex Luger and the All Americans at Survivor Series '93. Because America was threatened, right? Obviously. And he cares. So he yeah. gets face face with Yokozuna. He's like, you know what? I want the title again. So they fight at the Rumble '94. He Undertaker- finally gets back. Right. The and title they, shot. They break the urn. The spew comes out. 
out, and ten heels beat him up. <laughs> not, he, yeah, not to mention ten heels. Yeah, make a point about that. He dies for nine months, and then when he finally comes back, it's because Ted DiBiase is like, ha ha ha, other Undertaker. So he has to beat the other Undertaker, but that upsets Ted DiBiase. Meanwhile, so, in the meantime, Yokozuna is not the champion anymore. No, no, no. But he still hasn't like gotten right. done that yet. So it upsets DiBiase. DiBiase gets his whole corporation on, but in the meantime, he has to beat Yokozuna, and Chuck Norris is there to make sure no one else interferes. Right. So then IRS fights Yokozuna, but King Kong Bundy doesn't like that. So then they get into a whole thing at WrestleMania 11 with a Major League Baseball umpire as a referee. Right. Right? Okay, so Yoko... So Undertaker <laughs> is still rolling along here. He's wearing purple, but he he's got to wants his fucking title back. But he's got to fight Kama, and Kama yeah. doesn't like him. And then Viscera, I mean Mabel, breaks his face. So he's got to wear a stupid mask. He fights Bret Hart for the title at Rumble '96, but Diesel interferes. And Diesel's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> so then Undertaker's got to get rid of Diesel at WrestleMania 12. So finally, Diesel's out of the picture. But who should enter? But Mankind. <laughs> now Mankind is the only person that could ever even match any type of anything with the Undertaker. So Mankind fights Undertaker for all, back and forth all throughout 1996. And finally, the Undertaker is like, I want the title again. So finally, <laughs> after not winning the final four. By the way, four, not again. The, meaning that yeah. he's, no, he's like. This whole time. This whole time he's wanted the title, yeah. So finally, after not winning final four, he fucking attacks Bret Hart. He yeah. doesn't want Bret Hart to win the title from Sid. Because right. Undertaker wants to beat Sid. So finally, it took until March of 97. Jimmy Hart. You know, Great match, it's I don't think so. Babbling around and talking so much about my I like this part. Yeah, I, you're forgiven. World Wrestling Federation has been my life, man. Yeah, and man. When I was in high school, everybody tried to talk high school. Getting in music. They said, you'll never make it. You're wasting your time. Well, what? He didn't man, make it really music. in music. So he kind of made it. Look, I have a gold record. Millions he has a gold record. He, he sold millions of records. My gold albums in the World Wrestling Federation. And now I'm producing he, some of the superstars with a WWF. So you got to believe in yourself. You know, I guess about five I like him. Ago, I had a phone call. Uh, he's not annoying by when he no. showed with the Hulk. I know. Jimmy should do promos without Hulk. You know, he yeah, he's better. Yeah. Very, very important. He said, you know, Jimmy Hart, he said, you got to change your evil ways, man. You got to change your life. I want you to be a Hulkamaniac. I want you to have red, white, and blue in your veins. And I said, I'd because like you that. You see, you were just like me. You were born in the USA, man. And he said, I want you to say your prayers. I want you to take your vitamins. And most of all, what? I want you to believe man. in yourself, man. Well, you drink your milk. So that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling everybody out there, if you want to be successful in life, nobody can shoot you out of the saddle. Nobody can All you got to do is no whole Hogan. You yeah. have got to believe Whoa. in yourself. Isn't that the fourth demand, man, or whatever? So all I got to say believe is in yourself. Believe in Hulk Hogan. Yeah. What you going to do, man, when the World Wrestling Federation, Coliseum Video, and Hulkamania run wild? All over the world! Nazi, baby! <laughs> really? No, Wait, please what? don't. What? Don't, don't, stop. No! Stop. No! This should be censored. No, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. No. No one should be doing this. <laughs> take take the thing. Wait, hang on. For more information. I turn it up. It better happen. For more information on Coliseum Home Video the releases. Should we say it together? Yeah, of course. Oh, 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 well, that, it's up there, guys. The Yoko Pro Steroids. supporter. Yeah, what are they buying? <laughs> These are all just, like, WBF shots that they're, like, cropping in. You know what I mean? Like, that's definitely from, like, two years earlier. It's like, you know, I feel like they had extra stock they needed to get rid of. Lots of it. Yeah, that's, all. That's like Gary Stridham. Well, they weren't going to refilm it. Are you kidding me? Does Bret Hart come up? You know, you got to want it. Yeah. 
Oh, fan club. Okay. What do you get? Let's find out. Ooh, yeah. The ma- Ooh, yeah. The yeah. Macho Man. Ready it's WrestleMania Savage. 8 at Tower. Yeah. The, the figure coat. Yeah. <laughs> Membership certificate. Superstar I saw this 1,000 times copying these tapes. Yep. Dig it. Plus much more. Join the day. Because this is when I would have to switch the tape, so I'd have right. to watch this end part every time. For more information. Can we ready? get that? For more information on Coliseum Video releases, write to Coliseum Video, P.O. Files Box, Fairfield, New Jersey, 07 007. Copyright, federal, federal law, law don't, provides yeah, severe don't, cri- civil and criminal. $250,000 fine and five years in prison. That's a little intense for a wrestling tape. We'll see you in five years. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the end of that. Let's get that scope out of here, Quinn. Get out of here. Okay. Well, we hope you enjoyed this very unique live review of WWF Global Warfare 1993. Right. Please, if you're new to this, I promise, just tune in to our regular podcast. You can check the archives. That's if this video makes it up after that copyright thing. (laughs) We've got uh, 94 episodes and counting. Number 95 uh, will be released this Monday, the 20th. Check us out. We cover a broad variety. Actually, it's not all WWF. We cover a lot of different stuff. Uh, it's a fun show. So yeah. check us out at OVP Podcast on Twitter. Go to OVPPodcast.com for everything else, links to everything. We love to hear from you. We love being part of this uh, retro wrestling community when right. we form. It is a true community. It's true. And uh, until next time, though, whatever we see you on, wherever you may be, wherever we might find you, I am Joe Murata. That is Michael Quinn. And we're saying see ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.